From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Cara. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Man, we have not played this game in forever. Well, it's like charades, but only using the mouth. That's all you get to figure it out. It's a little bit tricky without a doubt. If you didn't know, now you know what it's about. It's time to play Mouse Charades. The best game you've ever played. It's time to play Mouse Charades. If you can figure it out, then you've got it made. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, how much I love uh, Mouse Charades. Look of disgust on your face right now. Oh, okay. that's every day. So... <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> uh, so, mouth charades, exactly like real charades, only you give the clues with your mouth. Damn it, Maury is the clue giver. Again, I'm the mouth. Um, you are the mouth. There's no moving of your body. No doing any of those things, okay? It's just sounds. That's all you're allowed to do for the clues. It is uh, myself, Roz, against Mocha. Historically, I have been not good at this game. Factually. Um, what is the, what's the, what do you, what would you say the current, like, like it's like six, you five, me kind of thing or huh? Oh, in wins. Yeah. It's like a hundred to nothing. Okay. I've never won mouth charades. Never. Okay. So, uh, who, would you like to go first or would you like me no, to go first? No, it's always the loser goes first. Okay. Uh, damn it, Maury, the worst clue giver on the face of the earth. Um, if, uh, we could, we can start with me. If this is your first time hearing, uh, you're going to hear a ding to signify the 30 seconds David Mori has mm-hmm. to give his clues, mm-hmm. and then it ends with a double buzz. Okay. David Mori, are you ready? Yes. <clears throat> that is like a screeching nana. That is uh, an exorcist, an exorcism, an exorcism, uh, possessed, possessed by the, by the devil. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? They're all like red in the face and dial up internet sound from the 90s. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake. Oh, now what it's coming heck? to you? You're like, oh, yeah, that's it. No. <laughs> See, this is my thing, man, right? Like, the fix is in on this game. That is not even remotely close to you. Didn't even do any of that, eh, 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 yeah. like any of that that's what stuff. I did. No. Uh, <laughs> Go, Mocha's turn. Hang on. Nobody at home listening got that, by the way. Not one single person got it. A sprinkler. Um, Like uh, opening a a beer or a can of poker. Shut up. Shut up. Is it really? Yeah. It says right here, opening a beer. Shut up. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Shut up. No. No. Was it this part? Yeah, that part. Okay. No, you guys, I swear to God. What? I swear to God. It's I, very distinct. No, no, no. Yeah, beer. Is that beer opening? No, stop it. Next. You guys, the fix is in on this game. I so I'm going to figure out how you guys do this. I don't know, man. You just. Yeah, okay. All right. 
Okay, me now. Let's go. Okay, Let's yeah. go. Yeah, Let's right. have it. Yeah, okay. Give me your best. Let's okay. do better. Give me your best. Oh. <laughs> um, like the air being water being let out of uh like air being left let out of a balloon um know what that is um the what the outside of an airplane sounds like on the wing of a plane um um under under the Uh, the wind beneath my wings (laughs) radio static okay Okay, honestly, are you working radio honestly that to me sounded like air or wind honestly that was bet midler okay thank you Okay. <laughs> Nobody's getting these at home, by the way. There's not one single person. Yeah, that last one I wouldn't have been able to figure out. That sounded like wind. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. A horse. A goat. <laughs> a it's always a goat. One yeah. of them always sounds like a goat. Um a plane. Oh, a car. Like a race car or something. A car driving yeah. fast. Yes. <laughs> Maury. When he's close, okay, when I'm close, you never look at me and go with your finger and go, yeah, yeah, more, more, more. When, You've never when, been close. When, you said oh, bet okay, Shut up. Said stop it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's two nothing me. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Okay. This uh, game is awful. Here we go. Okay. Another one for Roz. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Race car. Goat. <laughs> yeah. What was it? Goat. Goat. Baby, Are you saying? I just, I just said goat because I said one of them always sounds like a goat. So really? I literally just went with goat. Baby goat. No. Hit <laughs> <laughs> my thing. Give me the thing. Where's right, my, where's my ding? There you Holy go. Two, one, two, one. Wow. Now Excuse who's me. the good okay, clue okay, giver? Hold on now. I got to sit up in my chair. <laughs> I got to sit up. In my, I'm in this. Back in the game. I got a, I got a chance to win. All right, here we go. Okay. Yeah, that's mocha word. Pushing out a poo. Pushing oh. out a pee. Lifting something heavy. Pushing out a baby. Yes! And Is I've it? never been in a delivery room. Oh, okay. Also, I have to go back and just investigate something you said, Mocha. What? Which was pushing out a pee. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you need to see a urologist if that's how you sound when you, when you got a pee. So, okay, so is that it then? That's it. 3-1 uh, oh, okay. for me. Pushing out a pee. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you play mouth charades. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Ooh, I had cheese pasta last night. Oh, and? I'm dying over here. You look like you can't see. So heavy. You're blinking your eyes like crazy. No, Is it messed so, up your vision? No, it's so heavy. How many cheeses? Like a three cheese? No, it was a just a cheese? it was a one cheese. Uh-huh. Rocks made it. And yeah. so I just destroyed it. But it was like You still look sleepy. Yeah, I am. I am having like I'm in a fog today, man. Yeah. yeah like oh, no. it was, yeah, it's wild. You need to be held up? It was basically like mac and cheese. It was but they called it like cheese pasta and had green yeah. beans in it and stuff. I mean, I had a salad on the side, but everything matter. but everything else in that bowl was Wheat, cheese, cream. I couldn't do it anymore. Like, I'm At just all. dying right now. Did you fall asleep? Don't right get after? me wrong. It was delicious. Like, it was delicious. Before you answer the fall asleep question. Yeah. What time did you have this meal at? We had it early, but then I got hungry again afterwards. So I had to have a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. After a cheesy, heavy ass pasta, you were hungry yeah. after? Yeah. Well, what time did you eat that pasta? 5 30. And then what time do you have the hot dog at? Mm, quarter to nine. 
Even still. 5.30 is too early for me to eat. I can't eat at 5.30. It messes my whole system up. So you had one hot dog? No. Listen, I had... I uh, Three hot dogs. No, no, no. Shush. Okay? Stop being so judgy with Six those purse lips of yours. Okay? How many hot dogs? Six are- hot dogs? Who, what kind of animal do you think I am? Six hot dogs. Five hot what, dogs? What, am I going for the gold? No. No, I had hot two dogs. hot dogs. Okay, two hot dogs. Okay? Fine, fair enough. They were microwaved, so they, they become smaller. Like, everything yeah. just sort of clumps together, right? Yeah. But like so, a three bite. Like a, Yeah, exactly. So, okay. I no, I had cheese pasta, and then I had two hot dogs afterwards. And then I went to bed last night just feeling so gross about myself and every decision I made in life up to that point. Did you fall asleep right after the two it. hot dogs? Uh, On the couch? I, okay, did I fall asleep or was I almost like I was comatose, right? There's a difference. <laughs> like when I, okay. I'm not I Oprah over here asking okay. you. I didn't so much. Before bed. Were you, before, were you sleepy or were you sleeping? Okay, before bed, I didn't so much wake up on the couch as I did come to. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you were still like yeah. conscious, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like I was, yes, I was still, I was still, what, like medically speaking, was I conscious? Yes. <laughs> right, just say you fell asleep. <laughs> was there brain activity? Yeah. Yes, oh there was. Oh my God, but no, like it was, but everything just tastes so good. Like the problem is food just tastes so good. No, I know. Right? Especially like the food that's bad for so you. Good. Right? Or not, let's not say bad for you. The food that's probably not the best choice, like no. the healthiest. No. As always. Yeah. So delicious. You right? couldn't be more right. Before dinner, I had a my first ever bag of flaming hot Cheetos. Yeah, before dinner. <laughs> you had cheat you had you had flaming hot Cheetos appetizer last night? <laughs> yeah. Okay, did I Matthew feel know, I feel much better about myself right did now. Did you did you have to sneak that? No, I shared it with Matthew. Oh. It was our first ever but ba- they really are flaming hot. You and think that's flaming hot? That's not flaming hot. A flaming hot Cheeto's not flaming hot. We were hot. both running around the condo looking for water. <laughs> don't you know what? where the water is? But when your eyes are all watery, you don't know where the water is. I could close my house. Uh, close my house. I can close my eyes, right? And stand at the front door of my house. Yeah. And navigate the entire house. Yes. With my eyes closed. Yes. How is it that in a... I could find the toenail clippers and give myself a pedicure. How is it that in a, a 200 square foot condo... 900. The two of you are running around looking for water. It's, you know, like a cartoon. We're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Where's the water? (laughs) Where's where's the water? Can you imagine being at home and yelling, where's the water? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I feel great today. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, Macaulay Culkin had a kid, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who's he married or uh, A woman dating. named Brenda Song. They okay. opened the first kid together. They say they are overjoyed. How old is Macaulay Culkin now? How old is Macaulay Culkin? More you're the Macaulay Culkin expert. Like in his 30s? Uh, 40. Oh, that's right. Really? Remember, he turned 40 and everybody made a big deal. Oh, okay. to feel old today. It's Macaulay Culkin's birthday and he just oh, turned okay. 40. All right. Remember when that all happened? Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. all like, shut up. <laughs> Which is weird because I always thought that there was a much larger age difference between myself and Macaulay Culkin because uh-huh. I remember first seeing Home Alone. And in Home Alone, he was like a little tiny kid and I was much older. Right. right? Like I always figured like just like living life, I figured that there was a much larger age difference. Yeah. Between I know, the me timeline and doesn't Macaulay up. Culkin. Like how old are you, Maury? Forty-three. Forty-three. So you are three years older than Macaulay Culkin. That's true. I would have. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to exclude you, Mocha, that. but I know that if I asked you your age right now, oh, you way younger. Forget. Thank you. Way, so way younger. Okay. But I look much better <laughs> than Macaulay Culkin. No, you don't. Think? No, you yeah. Don't. In what way? Skin texture. 
Skin texture. No. Who thinks about bags, stuff like bro? that? Under your eye? Look at that. No, there's no. What are you talking about? I put cream under there every day. You your, need your more eyes cream. Are, your eyes are very black right now. Yeah, I'm looking puffy. at you on the camera. Why are your eyes so black right now? It's the lighting in the no, room. No, it's not. No. Huh. It's a black under it your looks eye. Like you got, it looks like you got into a tussle last <laughs> night. <laughs> Those bags are so... You know what they look like? You know when you go to Ikea and you get them big blue bags? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it looks like you got That's hanging from under your eyeballs. Like. By the way, Brenda Song, she starred in uh, The Secret Life of Zack and Cody. Forget about that. Look at, you, look at your... What, what, why aren't you, what is the matter with you right now? Are you do not you a, sleeping? Do you have a late night? No, I have no... I go, went to bed at 10. Tilt oh, your head okay. back a little tiny bit for me and then bring it down slowly. I'm going to wait for them to pop up. Oh, here they come. Here they come. Yeah, Boom, right that. there. Damn. Wow, Damn. Crazy. No, you don't look well. And I say this like from a place of... Well, uh, then I'm wasting my money on cream. I put literally what three eye creams using? under there. You got to stop. I think that, you yeah. know, remember in Mean Girls when she was giving the girls uh, those protein bars, but it actually made them fat? Yeah. Right? Yeah, I yeah, think that yeah. somebody's goofing on you with that eye cream. You're out of your mind. It looks like, a, it, I swear to God, you're rubbing a Sharpie on your face before you come to work in the morning. <laughs> oh, man. It's true. It's like you have one of these. And you look yes. in the mirror and you're like this every day. Okay, more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. And I don't mean oh to say God. this is spiritual. But don't get me wrong. I look I, I look terrible most days. Okay, but Maury, Maury, here, just look look right at your camera for a second more. Okay, and then I'm going to do this. I'm going to take a picture of you. Right? And then here, you tell me if we're crazy. What's up with my eyes? <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Happy birthday. Thank you, buddy. It's your birthday, correct? It is. Yes, it is. You guessed. <laughs> <laughs> were you worried for a second? Be honest. No. You were worried for a split second. No, no. Some kid on Twitter just... Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank Barry Chow on Twitter, uh, who posted a real cool birthday okay. uh, birthday thing for you. He's the one that uh, that acknowledged it. Okay. Uh, so, so if you would like so just to, to also... Just to be clear, it's not in your calendar. <laughs> I don't even know where my calendar is no. on my phone. <laughs> uh, it's a nine two five triple five. If you want to wish Mocha a, a, a happy birthday, so did you do birthday stuff over the weekend then, or what did you? How did you? Yeah, we you, ended up just doing something small. What, yesterday what could you do house. though? Because this is now your second. It's my second COVID. It's birthday. your second COVID birthday, right? Uh, Jenna had ordered a cake. Yeah, um, from like a, a, a person she follows on Instagram, yeah. local person, like six months ago, because it's a long it takes. Something like that, yeah. yeah. I don't even know if it was six months, but <laughs> yeah. it was from a little while. Yeah. Um, just, uh, you know, support local as sure, well. Sure, sure. Um, so she got a cake, and we just had that. We did yeah. that. Yeah, cake. it's like nothing you can do, right? Nothing. No, it's wild. I had to go to the, I was like, I called home hardware. Yeah. And I was like, what's the process here? Uh -huh. Like, what do I even do? And they were like, well, we don't know, really. So... We're not doing online orders, so just like come down oh, to this, come all. down to the store, yeah. and just let us know what you need. And I'm like, like knock on the door and let you know what I need. And the guy's hey, like, coming over for a cup of sugar. <laughs> yeah. And the guy's like, yeah. And I go, okay. So I drove over to Home Hardware. Yeah. And uh, I was second in line, and I waited for the girl in front of me to be finished. And they have a table out front, and then it was my turn. The guy's like, what do you need? I go. Well, I need a uh, I need a barbecue scraper, and then the guy goes, "Okay, hold on," and I go, "No, no, no, no!" And he left. Oh no! And then he comes back with six barbecue scrapers, <laughs> and he goes, oh, no. "Which, Which one, one do you want?" And I'm like, "Well, let me see here. I, I, I'll take this one." And then the girl behind me goes, "Oh, I need a barbecue scraper too." 
but not the one he's having. I read bad things about that one. <laughs> so like you're second guessing your, yeah, so now your I'm order second, now? Exactly. And I can't and I can't go in and look. Yeah. So then I get the barbecue scraper and then uh, and then the guy walks back and I go and and I need a uh, contractor size garbage bags. And he goes, okay, comes back three boxes. Which one, which ones do you want? And I go, I don't know, like the middle ones. How much are those? He goes, these are eight. He has to go through the whole prices of all of them. And he goes, okay, cool. Do you need a bag? And I go, oh, no, no, wait, man. Moth traps. <laughs> he goes back I know. in. It's such goes a back process. In. He comes back out with six different kinds of moth traps. Asks me which ones they want. Has to go through and break down all the prices, everything else. Then whether I need a bag and I don't. Like I, this took so, they were very efficient and very cool. For sure. But oh my God. I know. The world. It is so wild. It's I so wild. I did curbside pickup for an order from Canadian Tire. Yeah. I needed new saw blades yeah right a pack of, of blades and i needed uh windshield fluid oh god would that take you two hours of your day so it it was i mean again i understand the stores are sure so you have to have yeah. a little bit of patience yes, right yes, yes but it was like a long drive through <laughs> to get to somebody to to help you yeah eventually i it's my turn. Right. And they bring out all my windshield fluid. But I'm like, what about the, it's what? a small pack of yeah. six blades. Yeah. Right. Just, I just need my blades, And they're like, oh, it's not ready yet. Yeah. Okay. And I checked the order and it said like <laughs> Saturday, April 17th. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No. And I was like, but I'm here now. Yeah. Like, is there anything? And she was like, and the girl was really nice. She was like, let me just go see. Right. And she went, she came back with all the blades. And she was like, unfortunately, <laughs> our... next week? Yeah, she was like, our online, like the online orders, oh, the curbside orders are done in a, in a specific way. And I was like, I know which aisle they're in. I like, know. if I could just, just tell you. Yeah. But FaceTime I don't me, mess. FaceTime me. I'll tell you left and right sees. Like, left sees, right sees. I don't want to mess with their thing. No, you but. can't. It's, uh, it's terrible. Anyway, we are doing um, uh, uh, curbside pickup for birthday shout outs uh, <laughs> for Mocha. So if you have like multiple to, available. <laughs> yes, uh, all lanes are currently open. Uh, it's at 925 if you want to get in on that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ah, happy birthday, Mocha. Thank you. Thank you. It feels great to be a part of Gen Z. You look good today. (laughs) Gen Z now. For the first 10 years of the show, you were a millennial. Was that what I said? Yeah. Is that Gen Z younger? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. What's after Gen Z? Alpha, I think. What's like what's before Gen Z? So like uh, like what's gonna happen after Gen Z? I think it's generation alpha. Like my kid? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In 10 years, I'll do that. <laughs> uh, Damon Mori has uh, something prepared, as Damon Mori always does uh, for somebody's birthday on the show. What do you? What's your plan for today, Moore? I thought I would do, uh, since Mocha enjoys the rap music, I thought I would do a rap song. Okay. Like rap. Oh, wow. Is this an original or is this something like you're, you're paying tribute to somebody? No, it's an original. God. Wish me luck. <laughs> Okay. Jeez. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. Okay. So what do you have? Is there a beat? What do you need? Yeah. Or, yeah. or, or are you going to do... No, no. I'm not going to do the... Okay. No, no. I have a, okay. There's a piece okay. of music. Okay. Here we go. I have not heard this yet. Oh, know. you haven't? No, no, no. I have no idea what's coming up. Oh, okay. Just so you know. Uh, uh, look at the dossier. What does it say? Mocha's birthday. Don't block the doorway. Here he comes. Mocha's birthday. You make more mouth laugh than Seth Myers. You work those lips more than Jane Fonda's hips. 
There's no one like him. If so, time to apprehend. Be a good friend. Let's make the man trend. He wears a lot of hats because he's bought a lot of hats, which means he's got a lot of hats. <laughs> but he calls him Cap because he mocha frap. He eat a lot of pasta, but it don't show. Duh. Because he's always yelling. Watch a man wrestling. Look at the dossier. What does it say? Mocha's birthday. <laughs> up, up, up. Oh, oh. Can you go back to the part where you're talking about the hats that I wear? Can oh, that's my that favorite part. part. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's start. Three, mm. two, mm. one. Go. He wear a lot of hats because he's bought a lot of hats, which means he's got a lot of hats. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like um. Thank you, okay. by the way. <laughs> thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Also, this may be the only rap track where somebody has attempted to wish somebody a happy birthday by rhyming birthday with dossier. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, the, I have a question about the lyrics that you wrote down, right? At the very, very beginning of the song, you did. Uh, uh, brah, bah, bah. Yeah, did you okay. actually write that down on the paper? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, brr-pa-pa. oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hey, uh, Damon Mori, come in here for one second. I'll ask a question to you, Mocha. I'll ask the same question to Mori. Okay. People were asked to name the most stressful person in their life. How long you got? <laughs> the most stressful. Not all the stressful, Maury. The most stressful. Want to take a shot at what the number one is? Is it your spouse? No. In Oh, mother-in-law. No, your spouse is number one. Your spouse really? or your partner is number one. Your in-laws, Maury, are way down at number nine with only 2%. They've oh, not met wow. mine. Oh, here we go. Really? Care to explain? <laughs> nope. But oh. if they're that, but if they're that stressful, why deal with them on a regular basis? Yeah. I, I guess is the main question. When when it comes to somebody like a spouse, that's the person you can't. It's unavoidable at that point, uh, right? Let me ask you this. Yeah. Did they do the survey pre-COVID or during COVID? Because I, I think the answers might have been different pre-COVID. Mm, interesting. It, I mean, yeah, it is, it is new, point, but it's it's point. overwhelming though. Like it's, it's like one in four people said their spouse or their partner. I broke the stress meter when my husband started working from home. Right. Well, yeah, your whole life changed. Uh, number two on the list is your boss. I was going to say work. Yeah. Uh, your parents uh-huh. at number three. Is your Now you said person, but can yeah. I ask, is your pet on there? No, your pet is not on there. Hold your on. neighbor is though down at number ten. Good one. Yeah. Why is like, your neighbor honestly, you when you put the key in the lock, you don't need to jiggle it and and <laughs> you know try and see if the door is closed. Your door's locked. Okay, settle down. Uh, and an X is at Pause. number eight. Yes. Are you like standing at your oh, front he door? He Maury, Maury comes in like some, with the ear to the no. To the you, door you know to, when Maury comes in some days walk? and he has that big red circle in the middle of his forehead. Yeah. That's because he stands for hours looking through the peephole. Yeah, like how right with his just head resting against the with his head resting against the condo well, door. I need to know what's going on. Right. Uh, a family member is at number five, uh, and uh, yeah, your kids is at uh, number four with seven percent. Who's the most stressful person in your life, Moko? I would say right now is our toddler. Yeah. Oh, it's constant, yeah, you're, yeah. It's a constant yeah, battle sure. in the house. Sure. Jenna, like zero stress whatsoever. Yeah. 
It's definitely our toddler. Right. Maureen's the most stressful person in your life. Like, should I say something else just to shock you, or can I say Matthew? You can say Matthew. Because well, it's Matthew, but okay. I, just, I just wanted to blow your mind and say something else and lie. But no, it's no, my no, husband. That be true. 100% yeah, Matthew. 100% yeah. Matthew. Yeah. Why? Is it just because he's home all the time? No, and it's like you're... every little there's thing. There's no escape. They like, live in a tiny no place. And they got the, a dog. Like, like if I didn't put a dish in the dishwasher properly, yeah. you don't yeah. need to, you know, address it <laughs> like you're giving a speech. Not just everything's a it. thing, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, honestly. Yeah, let me help out the situation because I thought really oh, hard about this. And if I want to do a TikTok video, <laughs> yeah, yeah. don't go and do your hair and brush your teeth. Okay. <laughs> Why? He wants to look good. Take notes. <laughs> I'll give you one guess on who the most stressful person in my life is. Who? Maury. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's DM Deep Dive. When you have nothing to say, why do you always say it to us? Happy Monday and welcome to it. Deepa Prashad is here and we're going through the DMs. You couldn't wait till I took a sip from my water. Uh, oh, <laughs> sorry. I was like, oh, okay, finish your I guess we're ready. Your sip. Well, it's fine. Well, okay, you feel better if I had a sip of my yeah, water? Okay, so uh, our DMs are always <laughs> open. Uh, Deepa is in charge of the DMs. Every day she's going to come on here and try and get through as many of your DMs as we possibly can. Deepa, go ahead. Okay, this is a very, very serious question. Come yeah. from Anonymous. Hi, Ross and Mocha. I have a question and an advice. My boyfriend wants to get engaged, but we're having an issue with the ring. I'm picky about what the ring looks like, but he wants to get anything. Is this something I should not be picky about? Now, do you mean picky as in style or do you mean picky as in he's fine with something that's $300, you want something that's $3,000? Yeah. Maybe it's a mix of all of those things. Well, yeah. There I, has to be a common ground. There has to be some sort of compromise, mm -hmm. in my opinion. And I think those are very important questions that need to be answered, whether it's size and price. Yeah. Right? I understand if there's style. Like, I, I can't see an argument going down where he's like, you should have a princess cut. And she's like, I don't want a princess yeah, cut. I yeah. want, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can't see that argument happening. Yeah. Uh, so to me, this seems like it's going to be about the, 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 the price, right? And this is something that you are buying together. Mm -hmm. This is something that is, I guess, an investment. Uh, it's a usually a big purchase and it means a, it means a lot in the sense that it's probably one of the first big purchases that a lot of couples, you know, sort of make jointly together when you're about to get engaged. Um, so don't buy something you can't afford. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. the, that that's, and, and you have to have that real conversation. There's nothing stopping you from years later. If you're both doing better and money's coming in, you buy, you, 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 you upgrade, upgrade the ring, yeah, yeah. right? You can do that. You can do that, but don't, my God, don't go in a huge step for an engagement ring when you can't afford it. Yeah. I've heard lots of times that people are like, oh, you have to spend four months salary on your partner's engagement and that's some ring. BS and I was stuff like, right what? That, yeah, was, BS. that was created. That was a marketing scheme created by a diamond company. I think it was maybe People's Jewelry Jewelers yeah, years ago. Like mm -hmm. And they used it in a television commercial where they just created this thing called three month salary. So and then that became the standard to what people would use to buy a ring. But it was this wasn't some sort of math done by wedding experts. This right. was done by people who sell diamonds who wanted to get people to buy uh. more expensive diamonds. Because before that, people engagement rings weren't really diamond rings. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? They were the just engagement like rings that ring, look nice. Yeah. yeah the engagement ring wasn't really a thing like it was then until they until these diamond companies came up with these slogans of like three, four months salary. Yeah. And it worked. It's crazy. Like when when um my fiance and I, we were talking about engagement and stuff. 
I was like, dude, I don't really care about the ring. It's like, we're getting married and that's all that matters. So like, whatever we can afford is what we can afford. I went online and I found like the cheapest rings. And I was like, here, (laughs) here's some cheap Uh, options. Let's save our money. See, those are the conversations that need to be had. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so the the weirdly, so the the widely cited rule that you should spend three months salary on an engagement ring, this stems from a 1930s De Beers. That's what it was. It wasn't people, it was De Beers. Advertising campaign that convinced men to spend roughly one month salary on this purchase. By the 1980s, one month salary was no longer the rule and then it became two month salary oh, and then oh, it became wow. whatever. And it was a marketing campaign yeah. basically to get Smart. people to buy diamonds and we all fell for it. So hopefully that helps this anonymous person. I spent four months salary on a lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that show's commitment. <laughs> yeah, I'm not immune to it. <laughs> okay, the next comment is from Aries. Ross talking about how he doesn't wash his feet was very white. Clean <laughs> your feet, Was very Ross. white? <laughs> I do clean my feet. What I said was I don't, I don't stand there and like bend over with my hand. I use one foot to wash the other foot. But isn't that like counter... What if your other foot is dirty? They're exactly. both wet. Go, Demon, They're that's exactly wet. what I said to yeah, him. Yeah, like... They're both wet. Man. Yeah, but if it's wet, like if I wash my hands without soap, it doesn't mean it's clean. What are you talking? What? Like, <laughs> if you're in the shower, yeah. right, and yeah. you're cleaning your foot, like sure. let's say that you just bathed okay. in water. Okay, here's here's. Okay, listen, I'm gonna explain this to you. Okay, okay. one la- one last time. Yeah, I don't when, care. Okay, <laughs> one, I don't care. Okay, but next okay, DM. Okay, so this okay, this is this is what happens. I go in the shower. Okay, soap goes. Under the arms. Okay. Okay. And on the undercarriage. Okay. Nowhere else. Okay. Water gets everything else. Um, as I lather up certain areas, that soap from those areas naturally runs down no, my no, body. No, 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 no. And at one point, it's my feet are sudsy from the soap that has already been used and lathered up uh, and is now running down my legs. When my feet are adequately covered in suds, I use one foot and I mash it on top of the other foot and I rub it really hard against it and I clean that foot with the soap, right? And then I just switch the process and I do the other one. And then I am spotless. The look of shock and disgust (laughs) on Deepa's face right now is the exact same look that I had on my face when Roz told that story before. What are you doing? Thank like, you. What? what are you talking about? Okay, that I makes am absolutely la- no sense, Roz. Do you like, not lather up in the shower, yes, Diva? Yes, but also I don't wait till the stuff from my underarms get to my feet and then lather right. my whole body with my armpit soap. Like, right, thank you. put you. it everywhere and lather it no. up. Deepa, no, see, you don't. We're like this. Listen, I've never had enough time to wash my chest. Right? <laughs> never. How long do you never. shower for? Never. Like it's like a never. five minute. You long have time to wash your chest. Nobody washes. Nobody actually washes like their thighs. I do. What are I you talking about? I every part of no, my body. You're weird. Like you're weird. Part, including you're my feet. Weird. Yeah. Including in between my toes. Yes. No, 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 no. Water yes. gets it. Water Everything. gets it. You only need water. You only need water. No. Yeah. Oh you God. only need water. No. A little bit of soap in the armpits, a little in the undercarriage, everything else. Water takes what do you buy perfectly soap, like, good once care a year? of it. <laughs> I, I, listen, I have shampoo in the shower in a container, and it's the same container that I've had in the shower since about 20, 2016. Oh, my. 2017. 2017. Dude. Is when I got it. What? Yeah. Is it expired? They That's don't so- sell it anymore. Haven't for years. Yeah, because it's just continue. <laughs> I don't even think the company exists anymore, to be honest oh with you. 
gosh. Yeah. Uh, well, these are the conversations that come out of the uh, the DMs that we get. So feel free to send us a DM. You know where our DMs are. Just search for Roz Mocha on Google and you'll find all of our social platforms there. And uh, every day we'll go through the DMs with Deepa. Thank you, Deepa. <laughs> You're welcome. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz just stepped out of the room. Yeah? Went to the washroom. Do you want me to go scare him? No. If there's anything, damn it, Maury, that you've always wanted to say to Roz, but you were too afraid to say in front of him or to his face, you have the opportunity right now. But he's coming back into the room right now. You have the... uh, Roz, just step out of the room for a sec. Oh, why? What'd I do? Just cause. Just step out of the room for a sec. If there's anything. Because I know. Okay, so like earlier in the show, I was you guys were like, you know, facing the other way and I had to judge your butts. Uh huh. He has a really nice butt. Okay. But you're too afraid to say that to him. Yeah, because this is your opportunity, man. Because everybody knows you got like the biggest crush on Ross, right? Oh, I he's know. out of the room. Like he looks really good in pants. So, wh- what are, are some of the things? Huh? No, close the door. So now this is your, I'm telling you, man, I'm giving yeah. you the platform right now because everybody, we all know that you have like the biggest crush on Roz, right? I do, I know. Yeah, we yeah. all know this. I know. So now you have the perfect opportunity to like get it all out there. Just say everything that you feel. He's oh, not here right now. I just think he's like one of the smartest people there possibly could be. Uh-huh. What else? Like it's, you know, God broke the mold on him. Uh-huh. What else? <laughs> <laughs> Like, what else? What would, like... I honestly miss driving him to work because I had that, like, 10 minutes alone mm. with him. Yeah. Where, like, nobody can intrude and it was just me and him and the doors were locked. So it was like, and we're on a highway so he can't leave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. Tell me, come back. Come on back in, buddy. Come on back in. Huh? You guys have been on the radio a very long time. No, not long. I just gave Dammit Maury the opportunity to, because you were out of the room, right? Yeah. I gave Dammit Maury, and we all know, like, he's got, like, the biggest crush on you. So I gave Dammit Maury. What the? I went pee for two minutes. Yeah. I gave Dammit Maury the opportunity to yeah. say on the radio to everyone okay. what he could never express to you face to face. Honestly, I'm never going pee <laughs> ever again. So he. He said he he released his feelings. Okay. Right? He said some really nice things. Oh, no. And um, so now we all know how exactly he feels and how creepy he actually is. I felt pressured into it. You felt pressured into it. And to speaking from the heart? No wonder your marriage is so solid. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yo, this Usher Vegas strip club story. <laughs> so oh, funny. So explain this to me. Okay. So there's a rumor that Usher went to a Vegas strip club and tossed out like stacks on stacks, racks on racks okay. of cash that ended up being fake money. They looked real, but they had Usher's face on them rather than what they normally have, right? Okay. Presidential faces. So a dancer... So he had them made? He had them made. His own currency. His own currency. So a dancer posted photos of what they're calling Usher Bucks. Okay. Okay? Yeah. They came in $100 bills, $20 bills, and $1 bills. Fair enough. And here's a question that she posted to everyone that follows her. Ladies, what would you do if you dance all night for Usher and he threw you this? 
and it was the pictures of the money. Of right? Usher Bucks? Of Usher Bucks. And then people oh, started to no. drag Usher on social, talking about all the money that he's made over his career. And, uh, you know, he even made a song dedicated to, to strippers about dancing, making that money. You do you. I don't know if you remember this song, but it's called I Don't Mind. Shawty, I don't mind If you dance on a pole That'll make you a Shawty, I don't mind When you work until three If you're leaving with me Go make that money, money, right? money yeah. So people are like, Ush, bruh, you made a song for these dancers. How are you going to be out here at this strip club throwing out fake funds, right? Oof, that's rough. So here's the story. I, mean, I guess they could sell them on eBay for more than they're worth, but who has the time for that? Right. So here's the story. Here's exactly what happened. Okay. This is according to TMZ and sources that are talking to them, okay? So it happened at a club called Sapphire in Vegas. Of course it did. Never heard of it. No. And a rep for the club tells TMZ, Usher did not tip the strippers with Usher bucks. Oh. And actually paid real money and even tipped the staff at the strip club, like large amounts of real money. Usher and his crew spent thousands of dollars, thousands of real dollars on the dancers, on bottle service, on the entire experience at this club in Vegas that I've never been to. Sources close to Usher tell TMZ that somebody in his crew, not Usher, but in Usher's crew, as a joke, left stacks of Usher bucks on the stage. As a joke, which is how these Usher bucks ended up getting picked up by this one stripper who then posted on IG, hey, this is what Usher gave to us. So the club is telling TMZ... Yes, Usher Bucks were there. Mm-hmm. Yes, Usher Bucks exist. Mm-hmm. But they were left there as a joke because they were made to promote Usher's Vegas residency that he has coming up. No, nah, he, owes, he owes those women the exact amount in real dollars that he left in Usher Bucks. So I don't know exactly how much Doesn't Usher matter. Bucks were Count left, it all up. Right? And I don't know how much money Usher ended up leaving the dancers and the people who were working there. No. It could have been more than, like, the stacks of Usher Bucks that were left. Doesn't matter. Right? Who knows? I don't know. I don't have that information. Yeah. Nobody said that information. Yeah. No, no, no. No. That's not. A, that's no joke. But the story is that he did pay and tip in real dollars, right, to the dancers. He did pay and tip the staff there, the additional staff, real dollars, bottle service, everything that he purchase with his crew were yeah. all paid with real dollars and not usher bucks yeah no um no he owes them but what if he owes them what if the stack of usher bucks is less than the real money that he ended up leaving it doesn't or matter in addition to doesn't matter it's in addition to in addition whatever to. you left in usher bucks on that stage or on that floor that's on his mans though no it's like not it's on guy. usher his guy left who, it. Who as do they a joke. work for? Well, who I do they, they work, work for? for? Usher, yeah. It's whose face is on that money? Usher, that's why yeah. they're Usher bucks. They're Usher bucks. Whatever that amount is, you mm-hmm. count it up, ladies, and that man owes you because you don't joke like that. It's rude. It's rude. Count it up. So that count is the up. story. Usher. Yes, Jeez, the Usher bucks man. were left, but Usher did not only pay in yeah. Usher bucks. Yeah. 
No, no, no. No, no, no. Oh, here's here's. Let me read you this. So oh, this wow. is the this is a uh, an Instagram post from the the one dancer who came clean with this. Yes. She wrote this. Y'all hilarious. I'm entitled to ask any question I want. I literally asked a question and y'all ran with it. If funny money is being thrown at an establishment where girls dance for real money, it should have a trade in value. Period. Okay. There you go. Period. There you go. Yes. So trade up the Usher box for real box. But also I get to keep the Usher box because I may want to sell those on eBay. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is. My question is. Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Pri. It's Roz and Mocha. How you doing? Hi, Roz and Mocha. How are you guys? We are doing great. Uh, what is it that you want to talk about today? What's a girl got to do to meet a guy these days? What's a girl got to do to meet a guy these days? Uh, you wrote us this, Pri. Hey, Roz and Mocha, fix my life. Uh, during the <laughs> pandemic, it is impossible. I'm smart, hot, and successful. I belong to an Indian family who are after me to get married, but nothing seems to be working. I ended up chatting with a dude for a week max and things don't go any farther uh if only roz was single oh hold on (laughs) roz is parked off in a seat i'm gonna gonna need a drink for this one (laughs) and just because my name is pre that doesn't mean prenup you said okay so i am no expert on how to hook up during a pandemic Here, let's get this out of the way, Pri. Are you looking for advice on how to get married, or are you looking for advice on how to just meet a guy? Both. Okay. So if I'll meet so, a guy, then I'll get married, right? Well, well no not guarantee. necessarily. Not at all. No um, I mean, this is the first step, right? What What have you been doing? What have you been doing? So I, I went on these dating apps, try like meeting people, but it's just that I think I'm pretty much very, uh, very serious about my life. I know what I want. I think it happens to a lot of Indian people, like a lot of Indian uh, like people who are in their late 20s or like early 30s. They're like a lot of pressure to get married. Yeah. So I met you guys, but I don't know. Like, uh, Do you, you even want to get married? Or are you just like, is it just like all the pressure from your folks? Um, I think I want to get married oh, now okay. because a lot of my friends are getting married too. And I think at times I will feel lonely when they have their partners and I won't. Sure. I don't think you're going into a good period to find a husband. There's been tons of articles. And when I mean tons, I mean tons of articles talking about how um, young people are just so pent up right now. And when they come out of this pandemic, it is going to be just absolute sleaze. There was one that somebody quoted somebody's uh, referring to it as the whoring 20s. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so I think that you're when all this is when all this is over and we can go out and mingle again. I don't think you're walking into a world where young people are necessarily going to have long term relationships and getting married at top of mind. I think that you're going to have to ride this wave of people literally just going out and hooking up because it's all the things that they haven't been able to do uh, during covid. Hey, Pri, what about like. I don't know, old school way of, you know, you having your friends who are all hooking up and like not hooking up, but like getting married and moving on with their lives and stuff like that. Right. What about like friends of theirs or friends of their, you know, girlfriends and or boyfriends and or husbands or wives that they could like set you up with? Um, I actually don't really know anybody in this uh, like at this way, like 
like friends of friends or anything right gotcha. and another thing is like i guess like it's a lot of explanation if things don't go uh, like you know go the way they should like if you don't like it and sometimes like i'm very picky and i just don't like to justify on like why it didn't work out do your parents have thoughts on who they think you should marry like, do they have a guy- yeah. yeah they do huh mm. and yeah. and this is like uh, who do they have somebody in mind in particular or is this just uh, an idea of a person so i'm not sure if you're aware but like in indian culture right there's like a trend of arranged marriage so parents arrange yeah. the marriage you might meet the guy you might not meet the guy so that they are okay to get me arranged as well and i was like no not happening like i don't want you guys to be involved in like me choosing a partner let me do this so yeah in your mind free because you said you have an idea of who it is you want to get together with what is can you break down like a, a description of the kind of guy that you're looking for um i think i just want somebody responsible and mature enough like i'm not very picky but yeah when it comes to like responsibility or like you know a, 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 like somebody who understands me and that's all about it are your parents going to be okay if he's not an indian they might not be, but I can work it through. <laughs> Are you looking to expand outside of the culture? Uh, I honestly don't mind as mm. long as the dude is like you know, like I guess worth it. Yeah. Okay. So I, I so your your options are sort of wide open here. Um, and what kind of time frame do you, do you feel that you're on, whether your parents have been specific about it or not? But what kind of clock do you think that you're on right now? When do you need to get so, this done? So I need to get married by the end of 2022. Or what happens? Oh, yeah. Or what happens? Damn. Or I get arranged. Or you get arranged. Wow. God damn, this is so crazy, man. <laughs> what if you just said no? Uh, it's it's just that I love them too much and they have a lot of pressure and I just don't want them to feel bad because of me. And they've been very supportive, like as for Indian parents, they never stopped me from anything. And this is the only thing they asked me throughout their life. And there's no way I can say no. How old are you? I'm 29. Okay. Um, how you meet a guy in this day and right now, I have no idea. I don't know how to break through hookup culture. I don't know how to build some sort of lasting relationship. I don't know what the tools are. I don't know what the tricks are. I don't know what people are looking for. Um, but people can always text us and they know how to get a hold of us. If anybody has like great ideas, uh, if anybody's interested in you, you say you're smart, you're hot and you're successful. Um, and you're on the clock. Damn, <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> So uh, we can, I mean, we can open it up to people. We can get your info. Maybe we can try and help hook you up. I don't, I don't know. Maybe somebody else is in a like-minded situation uh, with their own family. Who knows? Um, but it's not easy right now. It's, it's, you, it's, it's, it's not easy to go and buy a hammer right now. It's okay. True. Right. Like, yeah. let alone trying to find somebody uh, who's going to be your life partner. So it's a very difficult thing you're in right now. So uh, we can maybe get some advice and maybe try and get you hooked up. I don't know. Do I want that kind of responsibility? I don't know. But I. But I'd rather I'd rather help you out than than have your parents. You know, have you run out the deadline? Because to me, that's weird. Uh, so yeah, so you are smart, hot, and successful, and you're on the clock, and you're looking for love. How hard can this possibly be, right? <laughs> Very hard. <laughs> Thank you, Pray. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss.
Is it really rude to leave somebody on red? Like what, how long can you leave somebody on red? Because sometimes people write really long things. Yeah. And is it okay to write somebody back and say, hey, I'm going to need a minute with this? Yeah, why not? And then not like really answer their question until way later? Sure. That's fine? Yeah, because you at least you've acknowledged the fact that you've read it. Right. And you're replying. Right. And say, hey, I read it. Right. Give me a couple of days. Right. Okay, cool. Okay, that's Why, fine. Why, do you then. do that a lot? A lot. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't like to leave people hanging, right? Yeah. Like, I feel bad, unless it's Maury. I got no problem with that. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't write me anything. All Maury does is just send me his own stuff. His own stuff? Yeah, like, he'll send me, he'll DM like me his own posts. Oh. Right? To be like, hey, look at this? Yeah, yeah. Oh. And then I'll, and I'll put him on scene, mm-hmm. and then immediately after he's on scene, I get a follow-up. Like, my to phone goes what? off again. Just uh, make it just, on just DM make, or on, on text? DM on DM. Oh. Yeah. And then does he follow up on text? Yeah, because then he then he'll start asking me other stuff because he knows I'm on my phone. Right. Yeah. Like it's a whole game you play, right? Like come in here and like just admit it. You wave two seconds. Get in here quick. It's a whole thing. Like you yeah. think that nobody knows, but it's so bloody transparent, man. I feel I sitting in the other room watching you two discuss it. 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 What's that? I, I love sitting in the other room watching you two try and decipher it. What do you mean try and decipher it? <laughs> it's so blatant. Yeah. Well, you will send me something th- through somewhere where you can tell if I've read it or not. So on Instagram, sure. right? I will check it on Instagram. Sure. You will immediately send a follow-up on Instagram. Yes. And then you send me stuff on all the other ways to get a hold of me that you can't verify whether I've seen it or not. Sure. Because you do that because yes. you know that I'm on my phone at that moment. Sure. So what do you need me for? <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. I'm reading the story that Madonna just paid $19.3 million for the weekend's Madonna, mansion. Madonna, Madonna, Oh, yeah? Where? In uh, Cali. Oh, she's moved back to California. Mm-hmm. I guess she's doing that movie, right? Yeah. So 19.3 is what she paid, right? He listed it Jesus back in June Christ. for $25 million. He bought it in 2017 for 18.2. <sighs> And I have a question, because I know you, like, research real estate a yes, lot, I'm right? The, I'm the real estate expert around here. So listen to this. So 12,500 square foot. It's a big house. For the mansion, Jeez, right? 12,000 square feet. Yeah. That's a Walmart. <laughs> and it, is, it sits on three acres of land, okay? Good God, yeah. Seven bedrooms, yeah. nine and a half bathrooms. Yeah. And then you have redwood trees surrounding the entire property. Beautiful. You have all the beautiful hills around Gorgeous. for privacy. So, yes. you know, you're paying for the mansion. You're paying for the land. You're also paying for that view that you have, right? Yep. And I'm going through the pictures. And the place is gorgeous. It's beautiful. Is it? Because a it, lot of these places are, like, so very modern. incredibly tacky. I like it. So it's many simple. celeb houses are so... Now I don't want to look at it. It's, it's modern and simple, oh, okay, cool. right? Okay. I like it. Okay. I like okay. it a lot. So yep. my question is... Sure. When these celebrities move into these homes, right? Yeah. A lot of times, the furniture that's bought once they move in is catered to the space. It matches the space, right? Right. So when The weekend sells his home, is he selling it with all that furniture? Like Madonna's acquiring all that furniture? No. Or is he going to take it with them? No, that's not even The weekend's furniture. Or is that all? So it's, that's question number all, two. It's all staged. Is it all staged? 100%. And what did the house look like before? Like what did The yeah. weekend have in there before? Yeah, it's right? all it's all staged. And The weekend is traveling a lot and he's not even in that space. Are all of those rooms even full of furniture? Or is he just living in a big empty mansion? 
No, 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 no. He's probably not even there now. Like they they clear out of there when they sell it. Like the way the no, way that the way that absolutely. this works is these people all have multiple homes, and the weekend's like I gotta unload the twelve thousand square feet I have in Los Angeles, and yeah. so he goes and stays elsewhere. Uh, maybe he bought a new place already. I don't know. But when but he was there, all, were all of those rooms full? Oh sure, sure. yeah, yeah, absolutely, you think so? yeah, for sure. I don't know, man. I look sure. at that and like the weekend. Whether no, it's he's part single, of the deal. No, when, it's, whether it's, he's single or not, that's a lot of space. For him. He's not deal. going to. He's not going out and buying the furniture. No, no, no it's, it's all part. It's all part of the deal. You get one of these hot shot real estate brokers or whatever you call them. I don't know. They're not agents anymore. I don't know yeah. when that, that changed. But there's you watch all these real estate shows. Not what do one, they call them? On, I don't on know. Not one, sunset. not one single person ever refers themselves as an agent anymore. No. Like that's like like. Starters? Yeah, yeah. Maybe? Like, yeah, yeah. You're selling boats at that, you know, fishing boats. Yeah. Um, but somebody, nobody calls themselves an agent. So what you get is it's a full package deal. It's a 360 deal, right? So you get one of these brokers mm-hmm. that probably has a Netflix show. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to list with you. And what they have is a full 360 operation. So they clear out all your stuff. They stage your house. When you buy a new place, you use their decorators or you bring in your own decorator. And you can live there while it's going on. But most likely you walk in at the end when you're paying $20, $25 million for a house. And you walk in and it's done. This is Madonna's third. So she has three homes now. Portugal, L.A., and still in New York. Yeah. I'm assuming she doesn't go. Okay, I'm going to put this couch now in the L.A. home. Like I'm no, she's no, but she's new, not. New she's couch, not, everything. Yeah, Madonna's not shipping her uh, her favorite chair her from sectional. Yeah, from London to Los Angeles, <laughs> yeah. right? Like it's not. It's I always not, wonder it's not about happening. that though. Like yeah. about the the, the furniture. Man, because when dishes you, aren't making the trip. Because I do know. Because <laughs> I know a lot of these places are staged, right? Yeah. But like, I wonder what furniture gets used by that celebrity and whether None. or not the furniture moves from home to home None or if they're it. just like but buying all what if you what if None you tour the house and you like how it's staged you could buy that stuff could oh, you absolutely. not absolutely i'm sure you yeah, could. yeah yeah you could you could uh, theoretically talk to the stagers and say how much for for everything just to leave it all here yeah it's already here yeah like all i got to do now is bring my clothes yeah yeah i mean i'm looking at the pictures now it's a beautiful place yeah it's massive though it's too big yeah that's what are you well she has do? a lot of children now yeah, but What's not that many children. What's a lot? She has like she has three. You kids, could tell right? five. You could tell five kids. You could tell me Madonna was running an orphanage, and I would still say that this place yeah. is too big. I think I don't know. For me, at least, right? Yeah. Like when these celebrities buy these homes that are on acres and acres of property, yeah, and but- these big, massive houses where you know that they're not even going and spending any time in yeah. parts of those homes. Yeah. I just think it's a little This bit, could be temporary too, just for the filming and then yeah. she leaves that's again. A, that's a lot of wine, man. I know. I know. The Jeez. wine cellar? It's sexy, right? It's okay. No, it's that's fine. sexy. I'd live in there for sure. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Well, Roz, this is it. Kim's Convenience wrapping up 8 o'clock tonight on CBC. Yeah, and they didn't go out the way they wanted to. There was a lot of controversy, whether the show was canceled or what the hell went on. Uh, Simu Liu, um, one of the stars of the show, and we're a huge fan of his, uh, went on a bit of a thing last night on Twitter where he was talking about coming back with tea and receipts for the reason they got, quote, canceled. Appa from Kim's Convenience, Paul Sun Young Lee, welcome back to the Ron Mocha Show. Hey, thanks for having me back. Hey, uh, listen, man, we love having you on the show, but I hate that we have to talk to you 
on the show today about tonight. Yeah, it's bittersweet for sure. So you've had a little while now for all this to to, to sink in. Um, what are your feelings? Because everybody, when we talked to you guys the days uh, the day after the the announcement was made that the show was coming to an end. Um, there was a lot of shock and mm-hmm. even putting a sentence together or wrapping your head around it, or wrapping your heart around what had just gone down. But how are you today? I'm, I'm good. I mean, it's it, it's kind of surreal, the, the whole build up to this final episode, uh, especially since the announcement of the show not going on um, has been. I mean, it's, it's changed. Something shifted in terms of how we feel. Um, I, I haven't seen the final episode. I'm, I'm excited to see it. Uh, but I'm also a little bit reluctant to see it because yeah. then, then it sort of cements itself that it's real. It's really happening. You guys sort of got ripped off. Normally when a show that's this successful and this loved, you know, comes to an end, there's a there's a period of celebration leading up to it. And you guys put in all that work and built this great show, and it really feels like that you got ripped off from the the, the celebration that people normally get for their hard work when it's, uh, when it's about to end. Yeah, I, I think that's part of the why it hurts so much as well is because it was just so abrupt it, uh, and we didn't get a chance to do, do exactly that. The celebration, the victory lap yeah. and a chance to say our proper goodbyes to everybody and send off the show in a manner that we felt was befitting, at least to us. Right. Um, they might've had another plan in place in terms of hedging their bets and, and airing an episode that, that would, you know, in their minds uh, tie up the series nicely. But for me, I, I will maintain having read the script and having uh, performed in it. I think it's a great season finale. But I don't know about a series finale. To be honest, I think the characters, the fans, we deserve the proper sort of uh, closure to it. But, you know, life is funny. It's complicated and we don't always get what we want sometimes. So uh, I'm still pretty excited to see uh, what what kind of work we did in that final episode tonight. Paul Sun Young Lee on the Razamoga Show. Kim's Convenience, the, the final episode tonight, 8 o'clock on CBC. Have there been any conversations, Paul, with you and the rest of the cast, let's say, organizing together to put together your own last show to share with the fans. Is there, (laughs) like, is that even a possibility? Have you guys discussed that? There's been some discussion for sure. I mean, you do that when, when you're, when you're faced with the ending of something that you all love doing uh, and you look for every option available to you to, to continue on or to close off the story. But a little, we, for sure, I've had some discussions with other cast members and we have our own ideas, but we don't own the rights to any of the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that makes it really, really interesting. So all we can do is just sort of uh, give it some time. You know, you never know what the, the future might bring. Uh, just right now isn't, isn't a, a good time for, for the story to continue on. It's hard and that's frustrating, but that's the reality of the fact. But we're never closing the door. I'm certainly not going to close the door on anything in the future to bring some sort of closure to the character and for the fans. I think that'd be great. And to that end tonight, like I'm doing a live stream on my YouTube channel just after the, the final episode to talk to the fans and get their reactions and, and celebrate the show because half a decade of my life, of their lives, investing in this family, in this show, I really think that should be the celebration uh, at the end that we didn't get as a cast. Uh, just to put things into context here, I want to read Simu's tweets from last night and then get your thoughts on them. So Simu wrote this, On the eve of what is now to be the series finale of Kim's Convenience, I hope I'd be at the point where I could speak about it with a clear head, but the truth is I'm still pretty effing angry. Hours of therapy are sure to follow. You all deserved a proper ending. I have thoughts about our, quote, cancellation, and they come with tea and receipts. Wow. For now, they will remain in my head. Wow. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> he's pretty you know, angry, he, huh? He, he's angry. And I think, you know, it's, I, I get angry too when yeah. you think about it. I mean, the whole situation is, it's very complicated. And without pointing fingers or blame, I mean, it's, that's the thing. It's hurtful that the, the show ended the way it did. We did some fantastic things uh, with the show over five years. We reached so many people, and there's a lot to celebrate and a lot to be proud of in terms of the barriers that we broke. It's just the way it ended is a little sore right now. And I think with time and perspective, um, things will, you know, the, the, the story's going to come out and we'll talk about it and do it in a productive way that benefits everybody, especially the industry in terms of moving forward, in terms of uh, diversity and inclusivity, not only in front of the cameras, but behind as well and setting up shows to keep succeeding as well. And uh, before we let you go, who are you watching with tonight? What's the plan? Uh, I'm watching with my family. It's our, it's our Tuesday night tradition. I watched mm-hmm. my boys, my wife. Um, it's been something we've been doing for five years. Uh, this will be the last time doing it for this particular show. So it's going to be a tough one, but I, I, I'm going to enjoy every single minute I can with my family while doing this. Yeah. You be proud, brother. You be proud. This show is fantastic. You got a lot of love from people right across this country for Kim's convenience. We'll all be watching tonight, eight o'clock on CBC and Paul Sun Young Lee, you know that when you are ready, when you are able to talk about everything surrounding the unfortunate cancellation of Kim's convenience, uh, you can always do that with us on the Raza Mocha show. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And I thank you to all the fans who have who supported us from the beginning. They really did make the show what it is today so i from the bottom of my heart thank you so much nah, you're the best man thank you we love you, you appa we love you <laughs> i love you too uh maury's crying come in here maury no you're not <laughs> yes he is you're crying yes maury's in, i just looked over and he was wiping his tears okay, on, listen, the, on the sleeve of his I'm t-shirt i'm not gonna lie yeah when we were wrapping up when he was talking about watching the show with his family yeah, you can yeah. hear in his voice that he was uh he was almost gonna break down yeah. i almost started to tear that's up that's what as got well. me Look at yeah Maury. right that's what got me like yeah. i can't imagine ending a tradition with your family i've never watched kim convenience but you can't, can't even say the name of the I show can't properly imagine ending a tradition with your kids yeah did you ever have anything like that with your pops? I did. Yeah. Well, oh well, my well. god, when we used to watch Night Court together. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. All right, once again, time to break into the DMs, Roz. Okay, Deepa, please go ahead. <laughs> are you okay? Did yes. Oh, you? I'm fine. I'm you fine. I'm too thrilled. I'm fine. So these are all your DMs. When you DM us uh, anywhere, uh, Deepa collects them all and brings them on here every day, and we go through them. So the first question comes from Ryan, and Ryan wants to know, how long do you both take to get ready in the bathroom each morning? Oh, um, okay, so. Trick question. <sighs> Ten minutes. Ten minutes? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, 10 to 15 minutes. That's Trick question. Um, how much time do I spend in the bathroom is a different question. How much time does it take me to get ready in the bathroom? Hmm. So let's break it down. Getting, getting ready. Yeah. I can get ready in like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Time spent in the bathroom in the morning before work is around 45. Yeah, 40, that's, 45. But that's like, is that like? Sitting. <laughs> Sitting? Doing yeah. what? Phone stuff. Having a coffee. What? (laughs) (laughs) The look on deep. Oh, yeah, you don't know this. You don't know this. Yeah. Okay, so when Roz gets up in the morning and gets out of bed, the first place he goes to is? Okay, first thing I do is I go and pee. 
Fair right? enough. Okay. okay. Then I make a cup of coffee. So this is presuming like I because sh- sometimes depending on sometimes I'll shower the night before. Right. Right. Um, I get up. And I have to pee really, really, really bad. But I, I hold it and I go into the kitchen and I put the coffee on. Once the coffee's on, then I run into the bathroom and I pee and I grab my phone. I start looking through my phone, catching up on things. When the um, thing goes off, um, when I get up out of the bathroom, if my hair is an absolute mess because if I didn't like wet it down the night before, then I'll just like wet it down. Then go into the bathroom with my coffee, close the door. And that is where I sit for 45 minutes until I'm done and ready to go to work. So I do all my business in there. It's his I, office. It's my office. <laughs> Why do you choose the bathroom to sit and have your co- Like, can't you do that in your room or like your kitchen? No, because I'm on the toilet. <laughs> While yeah. you're drinking your coffee? Yes. Yeah, this man, yeah. You know he eats in the bathroom oh too. No, 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 no. I have eaten in the bathroom. Oh. I don't eat in the bathroom. Yeah, but yeah, have I don't eaten mean, like, and the eat okay. is the same thing are as you, far as I'm concerned. Are you gross or were you grossed? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, no, I have eaten in the bathroom before, but not in the mornings. I don't eat in the mornings. It doesn't matter a what coffee, time of the day you're eating in the okay? bathroom. Let's just make that okay. very clear. Okay. But like I, I've I've had opportunities to redo bathrooms. This is the way I like my bathroom to go. I like my toilet in front of me. Yeah. I like a sink directly in front of me. And then I like the mirror right there. And then plugs and everything else. So I don't have to get up from the toilet to do all my things. Right. Okay. Everything is right there. So I'm nude, right? Sometimes a t-shirt and in the wintertime, a robe that's kind of propped up on the back so it, <laughs> so it doesn't get wet. Um, um, and then I do all my business in there. And then I'll, like, do a little bit of my hair, and then I'll be on my phone again. I'll have some coffee. Then I'll, like, do a little bit more with my hair. And, like, it's just a process. It takes me 40 – I'm in there 45 minutes yeah. in the oh mornings. Oh, my gosh. Do you know that, Longer like- on the weekends. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was in the, on no joke, I was in the bathroom for hour 20 last Sunday. What? An hour, Why? An hour, an hour 20. Please oh tell me you were sitting there watching a movie. No, Because no, that's a movie right no, there. Yeah, it was a movie, but I wasn't watching a movie. Did your family not know? Like, did they ask? Of course ask? they know. Of course they know. If you were okay? Of course they know. Catherine walks in, whips the door open, grabs a toothbrush, brushes her teeth, <laughs> and then closes the door behind her. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how long does it take me to get ready in the morning? I'm going to go with 10 minutes. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Next. Oh, okay. Mocha, you're going to hate this one. God. Full name, Pepper Reynolds. Saw oh, wow. your new commercial. Mocha looks like an Oompa Loompa. Love you, Mocha. <laughs> oh, come on. That's not oh, nice. Pepper. <laughs> what do you have to say to Pepper Reynolds? I've been working really hard on my fitness. Right. And my health for the past six months. Okay. okay. Yeah. And I was really happy with the way I looked in that onesie. Yeah, I thought you looked great. I thought you looked great too. When, how long ago was yeah. the commercial filmed? January. We filmed it in January. And at that point, I was like a right month, after the holidays. Uh, a month and a bit into my kind of new health regime. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think you look like a new blue. I think uh, you look better than I did. I'll oh, tell you thank that. you. Yeah. Aww. We'll end it on a question then. Yes. This question Why comes- does Mocha look like an Oompa <laughs> Yeah, exactly. How did you know? No, I'm just kidding. Um, the next question is from Nora. Hey, Roz and Mocha. My boyfriend and I love listening to you guys. We were wondering, how did you guys meet? And what was your first impression of each other? Oh, my God. This is way too long. 
Um, That's what she said. Stop it. Okay. Uh, okay. So let's go when we first met, not when we decided to do the show together. When we first met, um, I will say this, and it's no, I, I'm, I'm not saying this to be disparaging at all, but I think Mocha probably remembers the first time we met each other. I do not. Really? Yeah. No. There was one no. time at this radio station where Roz worked here in the morning, uh, producing for another morning show. Yeah. I worked here like after the morning show had started, but I came in to the building when Roz was still here before he would leave. Mm -hmm. So we'd pass each other in the hallway. So I remember seeing him in the building saying hi or saying have a good day or saying bye, anything mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. That's the stuff that Roz doesn't remember. No. And there were like events that we, we would both be at at the same time. Like I have a picture where Roz and I are standing like maybe three or four people apart yeah. at this one big event that we all that we all had, but we never like kicked it. We never hung out no. or like really, really talked. Do you know how many the... years ago, like an average of how long ago that would have been? That would have been like 2001, like wow. 20 years ago. Oh my gosh, I was five. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, and you guys were already yeah. working. Sorry. It's just a like deeper enough. <laughs> that came don't, to my mind. Don't, Sorry. Don't come in Yeah, here. I was a kid too. Yeah. yeah. Underage working. <laughs> yeah. Probably took advantage of me. <laughs> Glad we but you know that what? I, I will yeah. say this. I, no I will say this. I do. I think back to, to to that a lot. I think back to the time where you and I both worked here, but didn't like hang out or know each other right. or like that, right? And it just like it's wild to me that things worked out the way they did. Where all these years ago we'd pass each other in the hallway, and then years later, here we are. Almost twelve years into doing this Crazy. show together, mm. yeah. Right. I will take Mocha's word for it because I have no memory. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, slide into the DMs. Get at us. Leave Apparently a comment. I had a question. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> he was grumpy then. He's grumpy oh now. Oh my gosh! Thank you, Deepa. <laughs> You're welcome. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. All right, there is a big anniversary coming up tomorrow that, because we're not here, we won't be able to celebrate. But we can celebrate today right now, Ross. Okay, go. <laughs> Another office anniversary? Didn't we just have one of these last week? <laughs> Maybe not last week, but... No, I think it was last week. Uh, I think you better check on that. What the hell's going on today? Or was it like two weeks ago, maybe? Does it matter? No. Okay, what's this anniversary now? Tomorrow, Roz, yes. is the 13-year anniversary. Not Okay, 13. Not even a milestone, but no. okay. But this is one of the greatest Office episodes ever in the entire run of the series. Okay. You're so funny because you don't, like most people celebrate like when the show started or when yeah. the show ended. That's you celebrate, what You celebrate episode drops. Yeah. So the first time this episode dropped, it's season four, episode 13. Not even season four, episode one, like the beginning of a season. Like you're celebrating season four, episode 13? Wait till I tell you the title okay. and then you'll understand. Okay. Dinner party. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Everybody should celebrate this. All right. Michael invites Jim, Pam, Angela, and Andy to his place, or him and, and Jan's place. Yeah. For dinner party. With the flat screen, right? Right. And then <laughs> Dwight shows up later with 
the woman that used to babysit him when he was a kid. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, and it's the one where Michael says, like, I finally broke down, I did it, bought myself a plasma, installed it myself. Yeah. And his tiny little 13-inch screen. Yes, on the wall. Yeah. And every, on, the, on a swing arm. The, the whole thing, the entire night was just, like, straight up awkward. Right, right, right. right Jan was right. showing off her candle collection. There was the right. awkward um, encounter between Jan and, and, and Michael throughout the entire episode, but especially when they all finally sat down to eat dinner. Right, yes. So... Only up until this point of the show in the series, right? There were rewrites for scripts for episodes. This is the only episode where the first written script was not changed. Draft one, really? So what we saw on television is what was originally written because it was so funny. Okay. And they did the table read for this episode with the entire cast. And at the end of it, everybody was like, hysterically laughing apparently they there was like applause for like a minute yeah and then right after because they were set to to record right everyone was hyped they were like yes we're gonna finally get to record this and then right after was the writer's strike in hollywood oh right yeah so everything went on hiatus like even shows that had been on for a while yeah didn't get to come back because there were no jobs left. Right. And Office was one of them that they were still able to to do a show. So they came back and they filmed it. And they filmed it. They presented it to NBC. NBC did not like it. Really? Before it aired. Really? Yeah. Because it was co- completely different. It wasn't different. even in the office. It wasn't even in the right, office. Just right. the opening was, scene. Yeah. And they didn't like it. But they still went with it. They aired it. And you know who else didn't like it? Who's that? The fans. Really? Yeah. It wasn't until later that the fans started, after re-watching it, re-watching it, that it became one of the, the, the favorites. I highly disagree with that. Listen to this. Yeah. I'm going to play you something. This is from okay. the Office Ladies podcast. Okay. Pam and Angela from the show have their own podcast where they talk right. about episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is the guy that directed that particular episode. Okay. Listen to this. The thing about that episode was, once we did it, we knew it was so funny, the audience, the loyal Office audiences hated it. It was really a very divisive episode because I think it was so uncomfortable and so cringy that people couldn't deal with it. And I remember, like, we were so excited, all of us, all the writers, everybody, we were so excited because we really thought this was kind of like one of the best things the show could do. And we were kind of all bummed out that people were so weird about it. But I think the whole thing was it was so uncomfortable that the first time you watch it, you almost can't handle it. But once you watch it a second, a third, and fourth, and however many times you watch it, then it becomes fun because you know it's coming, you know it's going to be terrible, and you just can enjoy the cringiness. And so um, I could not be prouder of that episode. I guess I'm an awful person because I loved it out of the gate. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, 13-year anniversary of the dinner party episode of The Office. I'm going to play one more thing for you. Okay. This is a deleted scene. From the show, oh, where it's Michael Scott. Because it was too cringy? <laughs> <laughs> this is Michael Scott doing a one-on-one interview with the camera, okay. describing his ideal dinner party, okay? Okay. My ideal dinner party, easy. Jim Pam, Ryan, the mayor, Barack Obama, <laughs> Shiloh Jolie Pitt, because at the end of the night, Brad or Angelina would have to come and pick him up, and I would get to meet them. Shia Beef. Because of Disturbia, um, all of the children of the world, Val Kilmer, but he probably wouldn't come, too famous, obviously George Clooney, 
Um, and Jan, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello. Yo, Katie. It's Roz and Mocha. Happy birthday. Oh my god, guys. <laughs> <laughs> How Thank are you? you? Katie sent us a text. She's pretty bummed out because it's her second birthday during yeah. COVID. Uh, much like yeah. everybody right now running through the cycle of uh, about Double to celebrate your, your second COVID birthday. And I know you're, you're, you're bummed out about that, but we just wanted to call to say hello and happy birthday. Thank you so much. This makes everything just so much better. So <laughs> what is your plan? I mean, I know you've been through this before, but what's your plan this time around? Um, well, I have to work today. And then um, I have a few gift cards for takeout. So hopefully oh. it's still available for takeout. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. What uh what are you gonna what are you gonna order? What gift cards do you have? Uh we've got gift cards for the keg. Ooh, oh. nice. Yo, Billy Minor Pie. You always gotta get yep. that on your birthday. <laughs> yep. No, what's the matter, Maury? What? If you do the keg, because I did this for my for my brother Daniel and my dad. Yeah. The problem mm-hmm. now with the Billy Minor Pie, yeah. because you're not in the restaurant, they charge you for it on your birthday. Oh. What? I even asked to speak to the manager. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Are you serious? You became a Karen and you asked for the manager? He's yeah, always and I'm been like, a Karen. How is this all <laughs> became a Karen. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So when you ordered, Dan Moore, did you order like through an app or did you call in or did you order through their I website? through the web through the website of the restaurant, yeah. keg, whatever and then, it is. And, and then the, 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 in the comment section is where in you the said? the comments, I said, this is for my dad and brother's birthday mm-hmm. yeah um do you do the free billy minor pie dot 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 and then it, i ran out of characters and so i phoned them and i'm like hey i just put a comment in it's supposed to be free for the pie yeah and they're like we don't do that for a curbside pickup right i'm like but how but it's still my dad's birthday whether i'm in the restaurant or not <laughs> But Maury, but here's the thing, though. Maybe this is just karma coming back because how many times have you been in a restaurant where they give you something free for your birthday where you and your old man have lied about it being somebody's birthday? Every single time. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it was his birthday. It doesn't matter. You already got that pie about 10 times before his actual birthday. Also, Maury, come on, man. Have a little bit of sympathy for the industry, for the restaurant industry. It's a piece of pie. They've been through a lot. Billy Miner has gone through hell this year, Maury. Okay. Yeah. All right. And show. can you imagine if every single day they're getting orders at the keg, right? It's and every day, birthday. every day it's somebody's birthday. Yeah. They can't be just like giving out pie Come every single now. day for takeout. You've 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 run a good. You've had a good run of getting stuff birthday things for free, more. Yeah, you've had a absolutely. good run. You guys should be like, you know what? We 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 worked that hustle for a real long time. Complaint number two. Yeah. Don't put the Billy Minor pie that I've paid for in yeah. the same bag as the steak. Which is hard. Oh, oh God. Okay, yeah. All these complaints now. Huh? Yeah. All these complaints. When somebody else does one little thing wrong, all these complaints. Well, I'm surprised regardless. you didn't dent the steak more. <laughs> Get it half off. <laughs> My steak's dent. Uh, Katie, happy birthday. We love you so much. Thank you. And we hope you, you enjoy your keg dinner tonight with your family. And uh, we hope that you feel better. Thank you so much. Before we let you go, Katie, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Uh, Mocha, because he likes the wrestling. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yo, yeah. you watching WrestleMania this weekend? Yes. Nice. Yes. Yeah. A couple years ago, it was actually on my birthday, and we had a little WrestleMania. 
party. Oh, there you go. Saturday night and yep. Sunday night, Roz. You want to come over? You, yes. uh, there's a, there's so many people right now listening, thinking that you are the absolute perfect woman for them. Are you single? <laughs> no, I've been married for about 19 years now. Oh, wow. Also, hello, I'm married. You were at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you wanted to hook up. Uh, there's not a lot of guys that are like, you know, hear, ever hear a woman say, oh my God, I can't wait for WrestleMania this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is, my question is, got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Samantha. What's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. How can I support my friend whose son is going through cancer? Mm, That's the thing, eh, Samantha? So you wrote us this. uh, Your best friend... His kid has brain cancer and a tumor that just got removed. Um, They couldn't get all of it, so he's got this long road of radiation and chemo. He is only nine, and now you want to know how to best support his dad, who is your good friend, right? Yeah. Jeez. What's the dynamic right now? What have you been doing up until reaching out to us? Well, the the problem I'm having is, obviously, we talk a lot, and uh, he's venting to me and just explaining everything, but I'm kind of wondering when can I, like, I don't want to feel guilty, but when can I start sharing a laugh with him and trying to change the subject a little bit? Like, I don't want to be Mm -hmm. selfish on that, but uh, is it okay to do that? Or when is it okay to do that? Yeah, it's really up to, I would say just follow their lead, Uh you know? Um, You you guys are great friends. You know when they need a laugh and you know when they need a win and you know when they need to be distracted and you know when you need to just sit there and shut up. Right. And you're going to sort of go through all of that. I I, I I, I don't think that there's anything wrong when you're going through something, when you have a good friend um, who's going through something as a good friend, there's nothing wrong with sitting them down saying, hey, listen, you know what the deal is with me and you. Okay, we are to the end. Um, but what, right. what, what I need from you is uh, I, I don't want to be confused and I don't want to do the wrong thing. And I don't want to ever feel like maybe I'm doing too much or I'm doing too little. So what do you need from me? Do you need okay. me to just be there anytime you call? Do you need me to do consistent things? Do you need me to get food? Do you need me to hire somebody to help clean the house? Like, do, what do you need from me? You let me know. I will take care of all of it. Uh, there's nothing wrong with asking somebody who's going through something. I know it seems a little overwhelming, like you're going to throw one more thing on their plate that now they have to decide. Um, but uh, I've right. always I've always appreciated those conversations. And anytime I've had those conversations with somebody else, they've always appreciated them right back. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I would say, like, don't change the dynamic that you guys have, right? Because he obviously treasures the friendship that you guys have. You're the shoulder that he is either crying on or the person that he goes to, as you mentioned earlier, to vent or to talk. And I would say keep that communication, uh, keep that communication open and don't back away, right? Like, he obviously needs you right now. And to Roz's point, ask him what else he needs from you that you could provide. Yeah. I think think that's, I think that's the best thing. And you know, you guys are such good friends. You know what he likes and what he doesn't like. Um, People, people, even when you are sort of going through something like this, they still like to be surprised. You know, they still. That's the thing. I feel like I'm missing my funny side. Like I'm not as funny as obviously Maury with the, lame jokes, but I <laughs> can still, <laughs> you know, like, I, See, like, that I'm was missing funny. that side of him. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, think, but, but I think, you know, to Ross's point, I think to, um, to have an open conversation with him, just to kind of like lay it all right. out. Yeah. Right. Cause you don't want right. to, 
say the wrong thing or make a wrong joke or make a joke that he at that point in his day he's not ready for a joke right yeah right that's what i'm worried about yeah Yeah. because there may be a point in his day where he could use a joke and a distraction and you're that person that could give it to him yeah and that's kind of what i want to do but i don't want to do it at the wrong time yeah some people don't want to be fussed over you know i've always been that kind of person i i don't i would never ask for anything because i don't want somebody to fuss over me um, but right. I, I, I think that you need to let him know that, you know, nothing is too much and whatever he needs, you know, you're there for him because people tend to not, and that they'll just go without, you know, they'll go without laughing. They'll go without eating, you know, during situations yeah. like this, uh, just because they yeah. don't, just because they don't want to ask for help or because they just don't want anybody to fuss over them. They're, they're going through something and they don't want to put their stuff on everybody else. And you need to let him know that that is not the case in this situation. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's yeah. Thank you. You got right. it. Thanks so much for reaching out, Samantha, and thank you for listening. No problem. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Uh, Michael B. Jordan has explained why Rocky will not be in Creed 3. He has, okay. Uh, did an interview with IGN. He says, uh, I think that Sly let it be known that he wasn't coming back for this one, but I think, you know, his essence and his spirit, there's always going to be a little Rocky with Adonis. He goes on to say, but this is a Creed franchise, and we really want to build um, this story and this world around him moving forward. So it's always respect and always a ton of love for what he's built, but we really want to push and navigate Adonis forward and the family that he's created so hopefully you guys will love what i'm thinking uh what we're cooking up i think it's going to be something special he said hmm. so i still both think, of them now. think that they need rocky in these movies i agree because they're basically rocky movies i agree i right? agree the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast have you seen this clip of the liberal mp william amos Amos? Amos. Oh. <laughs> Walking around naked uh, during a parliament session. I heard about it. I didn't watch the video. You didn't watch the video? No. Or you didn't see the you didn't see the, the the picture, the still from it? Yeah, I saw the screen grab. So he he apologized, right? Uh-huh. He's in his office and the camera's like up and he's walking naked in around. his office i saw the picture i didn't like or read at the home story. i don't know where they do this stuff from is he at home or is he in his office he's so in his office what yeah. happened? so this man so, is nude while at a work meeting so before i guess before a work meeting uh-huh. right like he had but the, every, the things were going on he just like wasn't there yet and then oh, okay okay his camera was on yeah and he was nude, walking around, and everybody could see. Like chilling? No, just like walking around. So this is what he said. He goes, this was an unfortunate error. My video was accidentally turned on as I was changing into my work clothes after going for a jog. I sincerely apologize to my colleagues in the House of Commons for this unintentional distraction. Obviously, it was an honest mistake, and it won't happen again. Oh, okay. So he had gone out for a jog. Got back to the office, realized I got to get on this Zoom thing in a little bit. I'm going to maybe take a shower. I don't know what they have in their offices down there. Maybe take a shower, change my clothes, do whatever, put the suit back on and jump in front of the camera. Only the camera was on and he was walking around and he was walking around nude, didn't even know, which is the nightmare of all nightmares for anybody who works at home, right? Like that just, not that you tend to do things like that, but even just hearing things, Right. Like it's just it's awful. 
So the party whip for the Bloc Québécois raised the incident in a point of order during question period. Listen to this. We've seen a member during question period uh, improperly dressed, that is, unclothed. So perhaps remind the members, especially the male members, that uh, suits and ties are uh, appropriate or, or rather called for. And uh, we have seen that the member was in very good shape. But I think that uh, this member should be uh, reminded of what is appropriate and to control his camera. Thank you. Okay. This, first of all, shut up. Uh, I would Yo, be, uh, there's nothing worse than that. I know. At I least know, they but, complimented on the physique. Yes. That means your jogs are working, <laughs> yes, bro. Yes, right. Gains. But this is, there's nothing worse, right? There's nothing worse than you when you make a colossal mistake, mm. like being naked on a work meeting the house of like the 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 house of commons right don't then tell me i think we need to remind people that appropriate attire yeah. is meant no you don't need to remind like do they think i know that, that i know that already mp is gonna be like i felt great in the nude at a work <laughs> meeting <laughs> but it was moving, an accident mo- moving forward i'm just gonna be buck ass naked right? the it whole was, time it was like it was it was an accident yeah right like you don't have to tell me things I already know. There's nothing worse than that. And he's probably and telling like somebody what they already know. Oh too, my right? god, you'd be mortified. Yeah. Right after a jog, you're all things are all matted down in the hair and the everything else, right? <laughs> like nobody wants to see it. your colleagues. Yeah. Right. I know. The people you argue with. Yeah. That like. Just put on a shirt. The people you need to make a deal with. Yeah. Like don't. I agree that this the the person who is <laughs> should we have to raise the issue. You? We got to raise this issue. We, do we need to remind people that you need to be fully clothed <laughs> no, you while don't. at work? No, you don't need to remind people. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, did you watch? Uh, did you watch Thunder Force yet? No, no, that is with Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer. Octavia Spencer, is yeah. it good? Enough. Uh, okay, here's my. I, I, I'm starting to think that my taste in everything is just way off. Like I need a recalibration or something. Because I watched the trailer, yeah, and the movie looked dumb, and right. it wasn't like on my must watch immediately list. Okay, it's I, a I'll get to it eventually. I was dying to watch it. Uh huh. It watched it the first day it came out. Oh wow, good for you. And I loved it. Oh, great. Right? And then yeah. I think it's a great movie. Uh-huh. But then I start reading reaction to it and reviews and everything else. And I'm like, I've realized now that my tastes might need to be recalibrated because I just, I disagree now on most things. Like most things I enjoy are the things that most people hate. Like I, I was like, hey, I wonder how people feel about the uh, new Melissa McCarthy movie, Thunder Force. And then I just go and check. And the the first reaction review that I read was, the new Melissa McCarthy movie is so bad, I'd rather watch my cat miss the litter box. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> right? Review done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no need to read. No. <laughs> what is it? Th- Thunder Force, right? Yeah, Thunder Force. Yeah. So, yeah. by the way, they get these, like, super, um, like, superhero suits that they gain powers. No, no, Isn't no. Isn't that what it is? No, 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 no. No, it's a serum. Oh. Please, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a Sorry. serum. It's a. Oh, did it's you write a, the script? Yeah. It's it's. it's <laughs> That's why you love the movies so much. No, but Jason Bateman's in it. Spoiler alert! And, oh, I didn't know and that. And he Thanks. plays um because it's like filled with like villains too, yeah. right? And Jason Bateman plays like a crab man. Okay. Where he's a regular man, but he has crab arms. Okay. Right. I can't remember if that was in the trailer. Which, or not. which to me is hysterical. Uh-huh. That, I find that funny. And then they 
like they rip him off and he's got like little bits of crab that come out oh, and everything. No. Yeah, like it's hysterical. The movie is hysterical. I love these kinds of movies. Uh-huh. I love, did you ever see Spy with Melissa McCarthy? I did not watch that one. You've not. And then oh, so. Oh, wait, no. I think I watched some of it. She's done. She did. She did Spy, and yeah. then she did like a whole bunch of movies that just are not the sequel to Spy, but are very much the sequel to Spy. Like they sure. all feel the sort of same way. And I think her husband actually directs her in most of these, right? Okay. And they're always panned, uh-huh. and people are giving her credit for being like the ultimate ride or die wife because yeah. she keeps starring in her husband's bad movies. Right. <laughs> her husband, by the way, I can't remember his name. Ben but he, Falcone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. in Bridesmaids. He's in all of them. On the yeah. airplane, right? When they're the, supposed he, to fly off to Vegas. He was he the was air like marshal. The air marshal who yes. wasn't an air marshal, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's a real But I name. loved it. And I'm just, I'm starting to wonder now whether my tastes are just off. Like, well, I, I've just now decided at some point I started liking things that everybody universally hates because I, think, I loved Thunder Force. What you have to do now yeah. is in your mind or even because I know you don't like remember everything. Right. Maybe on your Netflix, go through your history right. to see everything that you watch. Right. Right. And then just start picking out the ones that you know you loved and you enjoyed. Yes. And then start looking up the reviews. And then that way you can come to the conclusion whether or not your tastes have completely changed. Yes. And then I started thinking maybe it's because people didn't understand it. And then I was like, maybe I only like things now because I watch everything with subtitles on where I get like, I'm able oh, to no. get, I'm able to get deeper <laughs> into Thunder Force than other people because I understand the words, right? Yeah, like you it's, really take the script in. Yeah, like it's like, it's, I really do. Like it's, it's almost, it becomes almost literature at that yeah. point, right? When you watch Thunder Force with the subtitles on, like I try that maybe like if you watch Thunder Force uh-huh. and you didn't like it, give it another go with the subtitles on. Because that's how I watched it and I loved it. Okay. Right? <laughs> that's what you need to write to all these reviewers, Thank all these you. critics. Thank you. I'm right? going to do, do that now. Yes. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. There's this woman in Poland who called Animal Rescue terrified of something sitting in a tree outside of her window. She told them that other people in the neighborhood were also scared to open their windows for days because of this thing that nobody could identify in the neighborhood. They asked her, the people at Animal Rescue asked this lady to try her best to describe what it was. And the chupacabra? Best that Animal Rescue could figure based on her description is that maybe it was an iguana, a giant iguana. just kicking it in this tree, right? right. The in thing is... Poland? Yeah. She then said, this thing doesn't move and hasn't moved for days that's sitting in this tree that prevents her and all of her neighbors from opening their windows out of fear. So Animal Rescue showed up. Mm-hmm. And from the ground, they look up. And they see this thing doesn't have legs, Mm -hmm. doesn't have arms, Mm -hmm. does not have a head. Did it used to have all those things? They get up there and realize that this thing is actually a croissant. Excuse me. (laughs) Somebody like toss a croissant out the window and it got caught in this tree and was just there for like days. Wait a second. When you were describing this thing initially, I was yeah. thinking that it was going to be something that was like six feet. 
It was a croissant. It was a croissant that they found was just like there in the tree and just like decomposing as the days went Wait, went but, by. So they weren't opening their, their windows for fear that something the size of a croissant was going to come in. I mean, I saw the picture, and maybe it was just the angle. Like a big croissant? <laughs> like a big-ass croissant. Okay, like, but even still, how big of a croissant can a big croissant be? Croissants don't get that big. Nobody wants to eat a giant croissant. <laughs> maybe that's why I threw it out the window. Right? That's why you see mini croissants. Okay? The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Do you ever daydream at work? You don't have time. You're so busy. You're like the busiest guy I've ever seen. Oh, you don't have no. time to do anything. Uh-uh. No daydreaming over here. Do you? But when you do daydream, where does your head go? What do you think about? <sighs> I think about money. I think about having stuff. I think about having... More stuff and more money? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and time. More yeah. free time to do stuff. Yeah. I think about vacation. I daydream about going back to Vegas. You do, huh? Yeah. Wow. How about you? Um... <sighs> No, I just sort of, I'll just pause. Like, I'll just shut down. Like, if I daydream, mm-hmm. I don't really, like, I don't fantasize. Like, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't have, I don't do that. I'll just more slowly power down or go into, like, low power mode. Like sleep mode. Right? Yeah, yeah. almost. But I'm still awake, mm-hmm. right? But, but yeah, so. They, Our reserve. Yeah. So they say that, on average, people spend 37% of their time at work daydreaming at work at work yo y'all should be you're not working hard at enough. work 37 percent of their time at work no if you're daydreaming at work you are not busy enough right that's not true i guess it sometimes you can't help it i guess sometimes maybe you just like if you hate stuck, your job right? and you're just bored no, if you're standing at a printer and it's printing 20 pages right. off your mind goes right? right 20 pages what are you printing 20 pages for also new printers morning that print 20 pages that takes like like 17 seconds like yeah okay Another example. Also, conserve paper, y'all. <laughs> yes. Okay, if you're standing at the water cooler and it's filling the your water bottle. cooler. Okay. <laughs> water cooler. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> yes, go ahead. Because Maury works in an office in yes. 1985. I, I, I know. Okay. I know. Okay. okay. If you're on a, what if, okay, let's I, bring don't, it don't, to modern. You're on a Zoom call modern. and somebody's ran, like rambling on. Why don't you speak for yourself instead of just like mm. hypothetically what others would do? Okay, the last time I did, I was standing at a printer. Okay. What uh, were you daydreaming about? Oh, I usually daydream about going somewhere, vacations. You know, it just takes me back to like a memory or something that, uh, like a recollection. Really, huh? Yeah. So the times when you're most likely to daydream at work, Friday afternoons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Monday mornings. Uh huh. And Tuesday mornings. The Why time, the, I don't know, man. Uh, the times when we concentrate the best at work are Wednesday afternoons and Friday mornings. Now, would you say, People who are more stressed mm-hmm. or people who are more calm daydream more at work. I would say more stressed because they want to be taken away from that moment that they're in currently. Okay. I would disagree totally. I would say somebody who's calm because you're more relaxed and your oh, mind is oh, easier good point. to Damn it, disappear. Maury. Yeah, but you're wrong, more. <laughs> <laughs> you have confidence what? in his face what? just now. No, I just let him finish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know where my I don't know where I go if I go. Like I don't I, I don't have like specific things because I don't like vacations and yeah. I don't like any of that I stuff. See you like I don't about food. No, I don't really. I Are like you I sure? don't. Yeah, da- like I don't daydream about it. Like I'll say, I'll wonder. Is your mind not active like that though? 
No, I, it's not really. Oh, it's not. Does it upset you? Yeah. Does it upset me? Do you wish that you could daydream? No, I don't nightdream. I mean, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I'm a little concerned I, I don't, for your well being. Yeah, like I don't have that thing where I can just like magically go off into a wonderful place. Like you're at home, yeah, right? Yeah. The amount of time that you spend on the toilet, right? Forty-five minutes minimum. Minimum. Thank right? you. Within that Respect. forty, let's say you don't have your phone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Most times you do. I know that. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Yeah. If you don't have your phone, you're right. not sitting there like doing your okay. thing for forty-five minutes and like this, date, like thinking of other things. Okay. This is gonna sound weird. Okay. Okay. It's gonna sound narcissistic. Yes. It may change the way that you feel about me. Okay. But if I am in the bathroom, yes, sitting there, yes, and my mind sort of does wander and I come to, what I'm normally doing is just staring at myself in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, but are you actually looking at yourself or are you looking through yourself? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this man has no time no, for anything else. When you daydream, though, is in the no, shower. No, I don't daydream in the shower. I thought you have your head down and the water pours over. Yeah, you. but I don't think about anything. Like, God, I just bro, don't. I, you have, I am so concerned. We're gonna talk later. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I want to celebrate an anniversary with you today, Roz. Please. It's only seven years, but this song is still a banger. But it was seven years ago today that Sam Smith released Stay With Me. Oh, really? Yeah. Beautiful song. Oh, won't you stay with me? And the song, like, literally took over. Incredible voice, incredible production. So... Seven years ago today is when Stay With Me from Sam Smith was released off of their album In the Lonely Hour. Uh, Won record and song of the year in 2015 at the Grammys, okay? Yeah, yeah. So in Canada, Stay With Me hit number one on the charts and stayed there for seven weeks. In the States, on Billboard, it did not hit number one. Really? It peaked at number two. The song that was number one that prevented Sam Smith, Stay With Me, from achieving number one, right? Mind you, record of the year, song of the year, huge song all over the world, right? Yeah, yeah. This is the song that prevented Sam Smith from claiming number one on Billboard in the U.S. No. Yeah. Magic. Really? Yep. Right? Wow, that's the block? That was the block. Magic. Ruth. Jeez. And like I said, the song, like, we know how big this song was. Ed Sheeran, when he performed for the BBC during one of their, like, live lounge sessions, yeah. covered Sam Smith, Stay With Me. I guess it's true, I'm no good at a one-night stand. At the time, he said it was his favorite song. Mm-hmm. But I still need love because I'm just a man. And Ed Sheeran called it an instant classic. Another beautiful voice from Ed Sheeran. I don't want you to leave. Can you hold my hand? Oh, won't you stay with me? Cause you're all I need. So you go from Sam Smith, original Stay With Me, beautiful song, beautiful voice. You go to Stay With Me. 
Ed Sheeran, beautiful song, beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. To the viral <laughs> video that I think kind of set the song back a little bit. Mm-hmm. The viral video of Vin Diesel singing <laughs> Stay With Me. Just horrible. But I still need love because I'm just a man. These nights never seem to go to class. So bad. And I don't want you to leave me. You hold my hand. I want you to stay with me. <laughs> oh, no. Because you're all I need. <laughs> you watch that uh, Fast and Furious new trailer? <laughs> of course I did. So dumb. So dumb. <laughs> Yo, confession. Yeah. Out of all nine movies, yeah. Upcoming nine, yeah. Ninth movie. I've only seen one. Really? In the entire series. You know which one it was? The first? No. No? The worst of all of them. Which was what? Tokyo Drift with Bow Wow. Oh, see, I don't think Tokyo Drift was the worst of all of them. No? No. No, I think they got they got far more ridiculous out the Tokyo I, Drift, I, and I have and I know these movies are like super popular. Yeah, huge stars too. Yeah, does does Jenna not like them? No, I she, she's never watched any. She's of never them. watched them. No. See, I've met more women that love the Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah, like it's crazy. Catherine loves the Fast and the Furious. Really movies. loves them. Yeah, maybe I'll, watch. Loves maybe I'll start them. watching this weekend. But I I I started to lose interest in the Fast and the Furious movies when they got. <laughs> this is going to sound dumb. What? I started to lose interest in the Fast and the Furious movies when they got ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Okay. But I liked it at the beginning. Like, yeah. I like, like I think they go to space in this one, don't they? Right? Well, like, it's... They make it appear okay. yeah. like Ludacris and Tyrese are in a car that's got, like, a rocket attached right. to the top of it. Yes. And they're both wearing astronaut suits. <laughs> okay, right, yes. And then they press... There's a, a piece of duct tape. Yeah. Over a button that re- simply reads blast off. Yes. That they press that activates a rocket. <laughs> right. So you assume, and they're like right behind a jet heading yeah. into outer space. Okay. Right? Yeah. So you assume that. But I liked it when it was about one quarter mile at a time and stealing hot cars and stuff yeah. like this. Right? <laughs> like I, that, that was, that's, that's my, that's what I liked. And Tokyo Drift was sort of like that. Yeah. Right? Like it was still sort of rooted in that. I, and I've been meaning to watch. Some sort to, of reality. I need to do it. But, um, you so know, long like, ago, Tokyo Drift came out. How long? 2006. No. Yeah. I probably watched that movie like six times. Yeah. 2006. That's how old that movie is. So it's not even the first one. After, um, after the new trailer for Fast 9 dropped immediately. So F9, Fast and Furious 9, Fast 9 was trending. Yeah. John Cena was trending. Yes, he was. Um, and then Bow Wow. No. Bow Wow. <laughs> Bow Wow always gets dragged into this. <laughs> because in the trailer, like at the very, very beginning, yeah. he makes an appearance. Right. Yes. Right? Um, and then everyone just starts going in, starts clowning on Bow Wow. <laughs> and because I've seen, like I've seen Tokyo Drift so many times, I don't even remember most of it. Yeah. Um, I can't. Did Bow Wow die? Spoiler alert! Did Bow Wow die in that one? Oh God! I don't because know. people kept bringing that up on social yesterday. They were like, "How's Bow Wow back for Fast Nine 
when he died okay, in Tokyo Drift. But I don't remember that happening. Like, if there's one thing from Tokyo Drift that I remember, it's when the cars were drifting, I think it was, down the spiral, uh, the parking lot. Yeah. Down the ramp. Yeah. And they were all spiraling. That's like the one part that I really remember, even though I've seen the movie like okay, hold on six here. times, I think. Did he die? Did Bow Wow die? Spoiler alert. So. If anyone okay, plans on watching on. Tokyo Drift this week. <laughs> <laughs> Bow Wow is next in the back of the first film. He can be seen briefly in the latest trailer out this yeah. summer. Bow Wow appeared as the character Twinkie in Tokyo Drift. <laughs> Twinkie! <laughs> oh, man. Yo, how are you going to sign a contract how for a you, movie? Oh, how you let like, your agent do that to like you? negotiate. <laughs> oh, man. Come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but Bow Wow is trending. John so, Cena was getting a lot of love. So Han is the... Uh, and Han is the... Because the... well, he died, apparently, in Tokyo Drift. But he's back now. So they're just like straight up bringing guys back from the dead. Oh, they just don't care about no, the they're timeline. Go, they're going to space. What is this, an alternate? Exactly. Like another timeline yeah, here? I don't know. The multiverse? It's Earth 2. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You use the, what do you use to fall asleep? Is it the Calm app? I do, yeah. Have you ever heard Headspace? Yes, I have that app as well. What is that one all about? Um, they have meditation. I haven't used it. You I only downloaded it. the okay. app and I looked around and they have, um, they have meditation. They have a meditation course. They have like daily, like uplifting, uh, messaging because for you as well. They're getting a show on Netflix or they're getting something on Netflix. Wait, isn't it out already? The trailer is. No, I've saw it already. You did? Like a couple of months ago, I saw no, something. No, no, I think that's a different. That's a different thing. Yeah, it was that, Headspace and it was animated on Netflix, right? Yeah, no, that's different. That was with the guy, right? It's like a I guy's voice so. and he brings you. Yeah, that's that's a different thing. I think it's a different thing. I'm not 100. I'm sure. logging into my Netflix right now. Yeah, Pretty go sure for I saw it. this already. So anyway, Netflix, which is funny because the reason we don't sleep most for the most part is because of Netflix. <laughs> that's true. And so now they've teamed up with Headspace. Yeah. For the Headspace Guide to Sleep is what it's called. Oh, okay. I'm into it. And here, I'll play you the trailer, or I'll get you to play the trailer for people so we can get a handle on it. Yeah. I think the one Mocha's talking about is on HBO Max. No, no, there is one on, on Netflix. The, there is one. There's the Calm. I know Calm. Yeah. The Calm app that I use, they have a deal with HBO for a show. Oh, they do, or huh? a special that's coming out soon. Yeah. Yeah. So here, play this. Listen to this and let me know if you're going to be into this. Okay. I see you. Yes, you. Scrolling. Thinking about going to sleep. Falling asleep isn't that easy. I'm Eve and I'm here to help. This is Headspace Guide to Sleep. In this series, I'll teach you new facts about sleep backed by science. Things you didn't know you need to know. Like... Do we really need eight hours? Is going to bed with our phones really that bad? And I'll go there. Do those pills really work? Through mindfulness and meditation, you can take on tomorrow healthier and more rested. Hmm. So whatever kind of mind you have, put it to bed. Headspace Guide to Sleep. Only on Netflix. Okay. okay. I'm into it. So yeah. 
I'm looking on my Netflix account right now. What's the so, other yeah. one called? Because I watched that one too. Headspace Guide to Sleep yeah. is April 28th. Gotcha. All right. Um, and the other What's one. What's the other that one? Because I, I was watching to. that one too. It's called Headspace Guide to Meditation. Oh, and that's the one. That's what it was. That is out right now. Yes. And the episodes are like 20 minutes long. Yeah, that one was great. I actually really enjoyed that. That was the, with all the animation and stuff like that. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm into this though. Yeah, people are so fascinated with sleep. I'm obsessed with sleep, even though I don't sleep. But I'm just like it's. I spend more time thinking about sleep than I do really anything else. Morning. Do you have? A movie that you put on that that you love, not no, that you don't like, no. that automatically puts you to sleep. No. I've had movies that inadvertently have put me to sleep. Like, remember when it took me six days to watch The Irishman, where I just couldn't oh, get through yeah. it? There was some sort of code they put into that movie that I was just out like a baby. Oh, that code. I read about that. It's called boring. <laughs> True. Yes. For they me, it's uh, Ratatouille. <laughs> Ratatouille. Anytime I put on Ratatouille, I have the best sleep. Right. That that movie was quite boring. I love boring, the movie. Though. You did, huh? But it's just so calm. Did you see Ratatouille, me. Mocha? No. You never watched that with the kid? No. No. Not yet. Yeah. It's, uh, right now, an it's hour, on the list, it, but it's way down the list. Yeah. Right now, in our in our home, it's all trolls. Yeah. Like Cruz loves those trolls. That's movies. it. Uh, My husband yeah. used to collect troll dolls. Okay, we've got way off topic. <laughs> Jesus Christ! How do we start from? This is why I don't sleep. Honestly, this right here is because no, we start talking about like calm things, and I want to like have a conversation about yeah. sleep. And thirty seconds later, it's Matthew used to collect troll dolls. <laughs> right? This is why I don't sleep at night. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Mocha. Yes. Are you ready? Of course, man. Let's do the news. <laughs> A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. Uh, Jesse Williams from Grey's Anatomy. He's Jackson on Grey's Anatomy, by the way. Okay. Is he the hot one? Mm, at some point, I think he was the hot one. Oh, and then he fell off? No, but they just like, I, I think, it, yeah, at some point, at some point he was the hot one. No, but I no no no, but I I don't know if he's like you can tell who the hot one is every season because they frame them like the hot one. Like everybody gotcha. goes crazy for them. Yeah. But yes, Jackson had those couple of seasons where he was the hot one, but I don't think he's positioned. What was that his way. name on the show? Jackson. Oh, not like yeah. a Mick? Like not Mick Jackson? No, like no, no Jackson's, his, Mac- Jackson's his first name. What's his last name? Is it Mick something? Jackson. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mick oh my God. No, is it no. His Jackson mother. Jackson No, his mother. No, he didn't get one of those nicknames. Oh. His mother is. Oh, my God. People are going to kill me right now. Anyway, let me get to the story and then I'll yes. figure out his last name. Maury, can you find it? What? Avery. Avery. Jackson Avery. Thank you very much. Uh, so he and his ex-wife, Erin um, Drake Lee, have been ordered to attend high-conflict parenting classes. Uh, this is despite finalizing their divorce last October. They are still in an ugly custody fight and have been ordered to attend this special program. It's a six-session online course which was created to teach parents who have divorced uh, different conflict resolution tactics and skills to ease the stress on separation of their children. They have two kids, uh, one seven and one five. Their divorce was Aww. finalized October. October 9th. Now, um, part of the battle, part of the agreement was that Jesse Williams, a.k.a. Jackson Avery, got to keep the money that he had earned from Grey's Anatomy since their 2017 split. So 2017 to 2020, how much money do you think that a big star in Grey's Anatomy makes? Oh, millions. Millions, right? Yeah. I say for him between that time... Like banked at least like three mil. Three mil. Yeah. Uh, $930,000 is what he's claiming. Total? Total. 
No. Yeah, for the for from 2017 until they until they split. Yeah. Over three years? Yeah. No. Yeah. That can't be right. Yeah, that's what he says. Check that's with the account. Say. I know. I thought that was crazy too. Wow, I thought that was incredible. crazy too. Uh, he was ordered to pay $40,000 a month in child support. And after settling two outstanding payments from 2019, he would no longer have to pay spousal support. So 40 grand in child support. And uh, yeah, he did. people don't make as much money as you think they make. Like they really don't. It's I thought wild. they were making like millions it's, of dollars. No, um, uh, Ellen Pompeo makes millions of dollars. Sure. Right? She's the star of the show. It's her name. But, uh, but, but other people, just, other people Jesse, on that show? Jesse McCarty, no. No, no. They make like, you make like maybe maybe three quarters of a million a year, maybe a yeah. million dollars a year. But doesn't he have other maybe. stuff going on too? I've like, never seen him in anything else. Like endorsement deals or like... They, also, they don't do endorsement deals. You rarely, like, wasn't he, see, you rarely see those people doing like Calvin Klein deal. or something. I don't know. Or like... What, like I would like know who cologne. all the Calvin Klein models are? Yeah, like cologne or like one? he was like uh, in a cologne commercial or something? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that world, man. I don't know. Right. I'm not a cologne and underpants guy. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I just thought he did stuff outside. Like, I'm pretty sure does. I saw him. Sure. Maybe, stuff maybe, maybe he's got a little uh, underpants stuffed, underpants money stuffed <laughs> away. Sorry. <laughs> nope. You said what you said. That means that's what you meant. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, yesterday on the talk, I guess the show was finally back on after everything that went down between uh, Cheryl and Sharon when Sharon was defending uh, Pierce Morgan after the yeah. Meghan Markle interview. And then they shut the whole thing down into this investigation when realistically they just should have allowed everybody to just jump on back on the show the next day and talk it through. It wound up becoming a giant thing. Uh, so How long was it? A month that they've been it was off? A bit, no? it's a bit, yeah, wow. this, it, it took a long time to get to this point, like a very long time to get to this point. Uh, this is Cheryl Underwood, Underwood uh, on the show yesterday talking about how uh, she felt immediately following um, that uh, episode. I feel like I'm in like PTSD it's because it, it was a trauma. Um, and, and, and I feel like I want to get past this because I really wanted to get back to work with my friends and my colleagues and the crew and them grizzly old dudes that been on the lot for 30 years. Um, it seemed weird to do this without having, and however you feel about Sharon Osbourne, that's aside the point, but it felt, it felt weird doing this without her. Like with, like you, you, the show's called the talk, right? Yeah. Like to have this discussion and sort of, you know, lay everything out on the table. It just felt weird to not have her there to do this with them. Uh, but the question that became, has Cheryl um, talked to Sharon? Uh, I have not spoken to and do not have any phone call missed or received that I can find in my phone. But there were text messages sent to me. And the reason that I did not speak about or acknowledge or even respond to those text messages because they were coming to me during the internal investigation. And I've never been through anything like this. So I didn't know if you were supposed to communicate or not communicate while there's an internal investigation. So I want to be clear on this. I have not spoken to Sharon. I have, I have not had a phone call from her. And my fear of answering something because something pops up in the media that's misunderstood. Yeah. And people have asked me, well, if you see Sharon, what would you do? First of all, if she greeted me warmly and sincerely, I would give her that. And the same because we've been on this show together for 10 years. 
You, you know what I'm saying? So I, I want people to understand when you friends with somebody, you know, you stay friends. And once they, what, what my Angela say, when people show you who they are, believe we, them. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, last night on American Idol, I don't know if you saw this. One of the uh, top contenders was a young kid named uh, Wyatt Pike. Here's a little bit of Wyatt Pike uh, singing just to remind everybody. You know that I could use somebody. I could use somebody. Someone like you and all you know and how you speak. So on the show, when Ryan Seacrest came out to announce the top 12, one, he talked about Luke Bryan, but also dropped this bombshell right afterwards. As you may have heard, our own Luke Bryan announced this morning he tested positive for COVID-19. He's resting at home. Luke, we love you. Feel better. You are missed, okay? Before we get to the results, I have to tell you that finalist Wyatt Pike will not be competing in the competition. He had to drop out, but we wish him the very best, okay? Weird, right? But it wouldn't say what happened? No. Like whether or not he got COVID as no, well? No, no. The only huh. thing that anybody has said is that um, he did, uh, Wyatt Pike did travel back home to Park City, Utah um, last week where there are strict quarantine rules for filming on American Idol when you do return. So it may have been that he traveled and then couldn't make it to the show because oh, of the, the, quarantine time, days. the quarantine days, yeah. right? So he may have had to drop out because of that, but he was like going to make top 12 on the show. It's crazy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Jay Baruchel's hosting a new comedy variety show for Amazon. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it, yeah it's called LOL Last One Laughing Canada. The six-part comedy variety show uh, will include a number of Canadian comics all trying to get each other to laugh first. Oh, okay. And then the last comic standing will win a grand prize, which they can then donate to charity. The show is uh, based on a series from Japan, and renditions of this show have already been created in Mexico, Australia, Germany, and Italy, with upcoming uh, series in France, Spain, and now Canada. So this is one of these things that they do all over the world. So what do you, like, just do anything? Or I don't is it know. like a stand-up routine? I've never seen these before, so I don't know if it's just like people sitting across from each other, or if you're in a group, or how what you have to do hmm. to make somebody laugh Maury's charity would get nothing on that show you would laugh in a second and then everybody else would laugh because they would listen to Maury Wheeze and then <laughs> no deserving children would get a dime from show, any though. of you yeah so it's going to be good so Jay Bear show hosting that I don't know when they're going to start to shoot it but it will be an Amazon original the Roz and Mocha show podcast podcast Uh, Sylvester Stallone has denied that he joined Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago Golf Club. <laughs> oh, no. So this came out, I guess, either late last week or earlier this week or over the weekend. And it was a story that said that he is a paid member of Trump's country club. And uh, because I guess last year he bought a $35 million house down in the same neighborhood. Stallone as, did? As, yeah, Stallone did. Ooh. Yeah, down in Florida. And he went uh, so on social media to say, uh, I would like to say to everyone, this never happened. This is just not true. I never, it never, in all caps, ever happened. Uh, talking about the joining the club. 
I mean, no disrespect to anyone, he goes on to say, I'm simply not a member. Keep punching, folks. And then another rep for Sylvester Stallone put out their own statement saying, contrary to the media reports and rumors, Sylvester Stallone is officially not a member of Mar-a-Lago Country Club. They told that to The Hollywood Reporter. He did not join the organization. He did not pay initiation dues. So Come on, Rock. Squashing that. But You're a bum rock. But it's funny in the uh, the article I read, they refer to Sylvester Stallone as the Creed star. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you won't even call him Rambo, huh? No, not even Rocky. Not even Rocky. Not even Rocky. He was the Creed star, uh, which is great. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is getting high praise from the executives at Jeopardy. And I know a lot of people were sort of down on the possibility of Aaron Rodgers taking over permanently. Um, But Jeopardy executive producer Mike Richards said that Aaron Rodgers came in so prepared it was unbelievable. He approached this like he was breaking down a football game, Mm. which is high praise from Mike Richards, who runs the show. And I like what they're doing. I like that they're just going to keep running with guest hosts because we keep talking about it, where if they had had a permanent host in there already, like if it was Ken Jennings, we still wouldn't be having these conversations about Jeopardy, so much so that they're they're starting to add more. Oh, wow. And uh, Savannah Guthrie... Uh, from the Today Show is on the Ellen DeGeneres show today where she said this. I I just uh, heard that you're going to be a guest host on Jeopardy. I am. Yes. I can't believe it. It's going to run in June. And I I actually already got to do it. It was totally intimidating. (laughs) And um, I I don't know. It was it's really hard being a game show host. But you know that. And I didn't. I was even more uh, respecting what Alex Trebek did all those years. He was. Wow. Mm -hmm. So, so, um, oh my God, what's his name? Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Did he kind of like set the bar, you think? I don't know. People didn't seem to like him that much. That's what I, I thought. But, but I like, think internally they loved him. Now he's getting all this praise. Yeah. I, th- I really Does do. he want to do it? Like, yeah. Perfect? Oh, yeah. Yes, right? Yeah. yeah. He even said that he could do it while still playing football. No, nah, I know you that can't. He could, that he could juggle both. I don't think he could. Yeah. Like, I, why, I, why isn't, has Gail King not done it? Has she not been asked to do it? No. Uh, why is it, I don't Gail think so. King, I know everybody wants LeVar Burton, but I want to see Gail King up there. Yeah. Like, to me, she's the obvious go-to for this. She can stand up and cry like R. Kelly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like Gail King. I do. She has. Gail King is like an authority figure. And I yeah. think that you need a likable authority figure standing on that stage. Because that's what Alex Trebek had. Right. And I think when you look around for that sort of likable, personable, but still like demands attention and respect and comes with authority. I think the list starts to really, really shrink. Ken's Je- Ken Jennings is not that. Aaron yeah. Rodgers is not that. even in the conversation anymore, that, that guy, huh? Right? No. Uh, I think Anderson Cooper is that. Yeah. I think Gail King is that. Um, Will they ever give it to, um, what's his name? Andy Cohen, you think? No, Andy Cohen is not that. Anderson Cooper starts Monday. Anderson Cooper starts Monday? Does oh. he really more? Oh, nice. Good, so I'll get, uh, I'll get to see what he's like. All right. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. God, Lil Nas X is so awesome. What do you do he's now? He's such a troll. What happened? So there was mass panic yesterday. Why? With fans of Lil Nas X. Because he wrote on Twitter... Since Call Me By Your Name is no longer working on many streaming services, I will be uploading the audio to Pornhub at 3 p.m. 
No. And he followed that up by saying, not even joking. And then he went on to say, stream Call Me By Your Name hard today because it may no longer be available tomorrow and there's nothing I can do about it. What? So... What do you mean it's not on streaming services anymore? So he was telling people that it was being pulled off streaming services. So Mm. you better right now go and stream it hard. Yeah. Right? Because it may not be there tomorrow. So that boosts the streaming numbers and then I guess puts him back at number one and all this other stuff. Uh, Billboard said that this accusation was false, stating that the song would not be taken down at all. Columbia Records, his record label put out a statement saying, uh, thanks for all your comments regarding Call Me By Your Name. It's unfortunately out of our control, but we are doing everything possible to keep the song up on streaming services, and we will keep you up to date as we hear more. But why is it allegedly being taken off of streaming services? Nobody said anything. There was no reason. So he's just trying to rack up the the listens. And then Lil Nas tweeted, thank you to everyone for using your voices. I'm not placing any blame on one streaming service. Most people have said they are able to go and and uh, and re-download, please let me know if you guys have any problems. But I don't think it was ever pulled off any streaming services oh, that, I, that keep, I can see. Keep his name out in the news for like a fourth week in a row. <laughs> right. Good for you. So, yeah. Sure. So, so the headline was, um, Call Me By Your Name was being moved from Spotify to Pornhub. Oh. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's such um, a troll. He's whatever happened such to... such a troll. You remember when he said <sighs> if... My new song, Call Me By Your Name, goes to number one. I'll buy everyone that follows me socks. Right. Yes. What happened to that promise? Yeah. Because the song hit number one. Yes. What happened to the socks yeah, promise? Some Fruit of the Loom socks. <laughs> Get me some Hanes. Uh, exactly. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Hank uh, Azaria was on the Dak Shepard podcast uh, the other day and was giving his feelings towards um, all those years that he played Apu on The Simpsons. Yeah. And this is what Hank Azaria had to say. One student in particular I was speaking to at my son's school. I was talking to the Indian students there. I wanted to get their input. 17-year-old boy. He's never even seen The Simpsons. Doesn't know from it, really. But knows what Apu means. It's practically a slur at this point. All he knows is this is how his people are thought of and and represented to many people in this country. Still, I really do apologize. I know you weren't asking for that, but it's important. You know, I apologize for my part in creating that, in participating in that. You know, part of me feels like I need to go around to every single Indian person in this country and personally apologize. And sometimes I do when it Buy comes Buy them up. all a Dairy Queen. You owe every single <laughs> Indian a Dairy Queen. Uh, so a rep uh, for the Hindu American Foundation told TMZ that uh, um, Hank doesn't have to torment himself for his work on The Simpsons, or at least he doesn't have to do it alone. Uh, she says that uh, the staff at the uh, Hindu American Foundation would love to have a sit down with Hank Azaria. Um, she tells TMZ that uh, them coming to the table um, would help Hank do a lot of learning, and he seems very open um, to this as well. They go on to say that uh, they can expose him to Indian people's lived experiences and have dialogue about his lingering guilt so mm. i think that people are they they're believe like they're accepting his sincerity is, sure. is i think and you can tell the, too yeah right yeah, is i think that uh though the way that it goes with that the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast dmx's family had to release a statement because all the weird and wild rumors and speculation so they said this, there have been a few rumors following our loved one Earl Simmons passing that we'd like to clear up. 
no one has bought Earl's Masters. So there was a story going around that Jay-Z and Beyonce bought up DMX's Masters for $10 million. I saw that. And we're planning on giving them to his children, right. I guess. Not true at all. Oh, wait. Not true that they're not giving it to his kids? No, or it not didn't true that happen. Oh, they didn't buy the Masters no, at all? No, no, oh, it, it didn't okay. happen. Additionally, the family said, we are not selling any merch or raising any money for Earl's funeral. If anyone is requesting money for his funeral, please be aware that they are a scammer. So that was oh, the other man. story that came out, is that the family was in dire straits and that they couldn't afford the funeral. So they were selling all this merch and everything else. And of yeah. course, people go and they buy it. Yeah, and they love you know, DMX. Somebody sets up a website where you can donate because people love DMX and they click yeah. a link and they shoot somebody five bucks. Yeah. So now the family's going through all of this. And even with all the disinformation that came out when DMX was in the hospital, like he's 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 dead, he's not dead, he's on a ventilator, he's not on yeah. a ventilator, he's got COVID, he doesn't have COVID. So they were dealing with all that. And the misinformation coming from his own people, where it was his own guy that said he was off the breathing machine at yeah. first, and then they had to take that back. And now they have to go out on the defensive and say, hey, listen, we're not selling merch. It's scammers. There's no truth to the Beyonce Jay-Z Masters rumor. Like, now and they got to do all and this. And it's not even a week that the man passed away. No, no, no. Now they got to go through all that. Right. So I saw the uh, the streaming numbers for his tracks and huge. albums shot up like yeah. a thousand percent or something yeah, yeah. massive massive right? massive what's the song if you're going to stream dmx help people out here because i think that there's a there's a lot of people we all know the name dmx yeah. some people are old enough to remember the iconic concert at woodstock 99 um we're um, like it looked like the entire world was there yeah yeah and it, the entire world was singing party up yeah yeah like if you haven't seen that footage yeah, go crazy. look for it yeah it really does it infinite people yeah yeah that show was wild as woodstock 99 was a wild wild show that's when limp biscuit set the whole place on fire remember that? that's true yes. yeah dude it was chaos like yes. it was absolute chaos uh, party up from dmx that is that's the like one. that's an ultimate but like as a fan yeah. and it's fun not funny but like maybe six months ago i started listening to dmx's essentials album on right. apple music and just going through his catalog of, of tracks and just fell in love with songs all over again. And there's two that are my all-time favorite DMX songs. Yeah. Based on the lyrics and the tone, the vibe, and you, the feeling that DMX is going through. Two of them. Slippin' mm -hmm. is probably number one. Right. And the other one is uh, where I'm from. Yeah. Okay. So that's where we start. No. No. Uh, uh, no. 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 Sorry. Slipping and oh my god, what is it? How can I be? No. Um. Oh my god. <laughs> and I was listening to it like on repeat on the weekend. Hold on, I have it on my phone. Let me okay. tell you. It is. You know which one? How it's going down. That's what it go. is. Yeah. There you Slipping go. Slipping and how it's going okay. down. Okay. All right. So PDMA. that's that's where we start. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, Keenan Thompson was talking about how the Home Alone reboot is almost finished. I didn't even know there was a Home Alone reboot. Did you? No. What Home Alone reboot? Exactly. So what the hell? Yeah, Home how, Alone reboot. Yeah. So how? I didn't even know about this. How Wait did I not know, you know about what? this? Disney Plus. Did we talk about this before? We might have. I have no memory of anything, man. This actually now does sound familiar. I think we've talked about so this. So Keenan Thompson said this. Um, 
It was a long shoot, got shut down, came back around because of the pandemic and stuff. Yeah. But I think they're getting very close to finishing it. On Disney? To their credit, they're just not copying the plot of the original. This one stars Ellie Kemper and Rob Delaney as, quote, adults who go to war with a kid who has stolen a priceless heirloom in order to save their home from financial ruin. The kid is played by Archie Yates from Jojo Rabbit. Maury. Oh, yeah. So here's a... Oh, oh we do? Oh, cool. Here's uh, here's Kenan Thompson talking about the Home Alone oh, reboot. Okay, cool. Um, I like that kid in Jojo. Did you see Jojo Rabbit? Never watched oh, it, Oh, no. my God. It's heartbreaking. Alejandra R. wants to know if you can spill any details, Kenan, about the new Home Alone re- reboot you're starring in. Uh, yeah, I'll spill all the details. Uh, it was a long shoot. We, it started in, in uh, Canada and got shut down, and then we came back around because of the pandemic and stuff. So it's been very, you know... Uh, Splotchy, I guess, as far as trying to get it done is concerned. But uh, I think they're getting very close to finishing it. And I did like ADR for it recently. So that's usually like one of the last steps. So right. it's coming out. Good, and, good. Um, Ellie couldn't be nicer. You know, Ellie Kemper's in it. And uh, I guess she's like the only name I can name. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so the, the parents are Ellie Kemper and Rob Delaney. And then uh, Archie Yates from uh, Jojo Rabbit is uh, the kid. Cool. You never know. saw Jojo Rabbit, huh? No. Oh, it's so good. Is it? Yeah. I mean, it's sad. Like it's, but it's brilliant. It's one of the. Uh, I don't need sad movies in my life. Well, no, but like parts, of, like a couple parts are sad. Like, I still but the can't rest bring of, myself. The rest of it's brilliant. I still can't bring myself to watch Palmer with Justin Timberlake. Oh Apple. God, no, no, no. This isn't like that. This I still is... can't bring myself to watch. He's our friend, or this is our friend. The one with the um, no, no, no. This isn't like that. This Jason is a Siegel? this is a little boy whose imaginary friend is Adolf Hitler. Oh, okay. So not the kind of sad <laughs> that uh, I was thinking of. No, okay. no, no. But it's it's really, really, it's a really great movie. Really great movie. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. The rumors of Idris Elba being James Bond have just been around for years. Mm -hmm. And it's gotten to the point of now even Idris Elba's mother uh, believes that he will be the next James Bond. This is uh, Idris in a new interview. And I know the rumors about Bond have always, you know, chased me. And and to listen, my mom, my poor mom, she's like, one day you're going to get it. Don't mind them. (laughs) Oh, no. Don't mind them. (laughs) I was like, Mum, it's all right, man. I'm good. I've got Luther. Um, But I'm definitely doing that. You know, the Suicide Squad's coming out this year. That's a great look, you know. Um, I'm really excited about that. Shout out to James Gunn, who directed that, and that whole team. Uh, Meanwhile, BBC's diversity chief, uh, Miranda Wayland, the headlines are that Luther. Have you watched Luther, his show? I have, but I know know a lot of people people love it, it, man. Um, but they're saying that Luther isn't black enough because Who's saying that? the diversity chief, what? because Luther in the show doesn't have any black friends and doesn't eat Caribbean food. They say that this doesn't feel no. authentic. No, somebody actually said that? Their diversity chief. Yeah. Somebody who is black said that. This is the quote. It's great having what? those big landmark shows with those key characters. But it's about making sure everything around them, their environment, their culture, the set is absolutely reflective. It will be very much about how we can make sure that this program is authentic in terms of storytelling. Yeah, they say that Luther doesn't have any black friends and he doesn't eat Caribbean food. This doesn't feel authentic is what she said. 
Does that seem right? I've never watched the show. I, I don't think so. I don't know if that's I like, right. I, I, yeah, I've never. Like, okay, listen. I'm Guyanese. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I like Guyanese food. I will right. eat Guyanese food. Right. I love Italian food. Right. Yes. Does yeah. that make me? What if Luther just happens to love a curry? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Or burgers or whatever it is. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. What if Luther but loves again, but fish I don't chips? Look at, I don't look at shows like that, right? Yeah, like, I, I, but No, no, no. But I'm just saying that because I'm a white guy, I don't look at show like that would never occur to me. Or I'm like later, I, if it did occur to me, it's going to probably occur to me sure. love, like later on than but it would occur to you. I don't, I don't watch Luther. You. Are there like a lot of scenes where Luther is sitting there like yamming down food? No, I don't know. Shem, do you watch this show? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I do, yeah. Uh, it's what do you not, think of this headline? It's a weird one because I, I'm i like Mocha. I don't really look at Luther, and I'm a big fan of the show, yeah. and say to myself, mm, he's not black enough. Right. I mean, he's black, <laughs> yeah. and Idris Elba's black. Right. And whether he eats Caribbean food or not has no bearing on whether I think you know he's it, it's too it, it's yeah. stupid yeah Isn't it's it, just dumb like it's so weird like as a person there are multiple colors of people in the world but for us at least or like a lot of people out there yeah. you don't see color you know what i mean like i don't like i see shem as i you're a black guy right Chocolate I see you as a black, black guy. Right? Yeah. Right? right? I see you, Roz, as like a white guy. Right? But at the same time, I don't see you as a white guy. I don't see you as a black guy. Yeah, you see our personalities. But to right? me, to yeah. me, like, it's like, so weird. The way that I read this headline, and please correct me if I'm wrong, right? But to, to me, it almost seems like they want to insert more of what some would consider stereotypes. Yeah, like I mean, do are we are they looking for Luther to listen to rap music and hip hop in the show? Like, will that make it black enough? Right, right. Like that to me is just a weird, a weird thing. Right. Really weird. But yeah. you don't see my chocolate skin. You really don't. <laughs> 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 no, but does it make sense what I'm saying? Uh, yes, uh, yes, right? yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I'm not gonna accuse you of not liking a food. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna sit here and say, Roz. How is it that in 12 years that we've worked together, I have never seen you right. eat lemon meringue pie? Right, right. <laughs> Why have I never brought a quiche into work? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How can we not spread love with tuna casserole all right, over the place? Right. <laughs> right. Like, could you imagine? Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Shepherd's oh. pie for everybody tomorrow morning. Okay. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Billy Eichner uh, shared a clip of him on The Bachelor back in 2009 when he was sort of brought in to sort of mentor Colton Underwood as he was going on his journey to find love with all these beautiful women. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and Billy Eichner was goofing because the big story at the time was that Colton was a virgin, right? Mm -hmm. And everybody was sort of puzzled why this former football player, stud, everything else was still a virgin. We knew he had a religious background, but anyway, there was a lot of questions at the time. Mm -hmm. And so Bill, this is Billy Eichner from 2019 on The Bachelor. Look for? No, the first thing I do, I'm gay. I know that's a shock, Colton. And that I think you should look into. Maybe you're the first gay bachelor and we don't even know. Okay. I, 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 no. <laughs> Put that in your promo. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Yo, Colton was shook. He right? didn't even know what to no, say. He was at that like, point. He just his face, he was like, uh, 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 uh. Yeah. Like it was wild, right? He was like, oh my God, no. By yelling at the producers, y'all can't edit that out. Uh, Billy says on Twitter, congratulations, Colton. Uh, if uh, if you're gay, be gay. I've been gay forever, and I love it. And then Colton wrote back being like, love you, love this, uh, and I now love being gay. And then Billy wrote back saying, I'm happy for you. See you in the club, Colton. Now, what this has done as well, 
this according to TMZ, is that a number of producers from the Bachelor franchise mm-hmm. were so moved by Colton's revelation that they've informally started talks amongst themselves about possibly doing a gay Bachelor. Oh, wow, Which, which really? people have talked about forever, but yeah. the one sort of problem with doing gay Bachelor is that it's all hot guys who are into guys, therefore another guy. Like, how do you prevent them from falling in love with one another? Like, you have a bad date with The Bachelor and you come back and you're emotional and somebody's comforting you and we know what that leads to in the world, right? Smooching. Like, what do you do? Like, what do you do, right? Like, what if you walk in and you look at The Bachelor, but you're also looking at one of the other contestants and you're like, whoa, but hold on a second. Yeah, you also from Chicago? Yeah, bro, right? So, but we know that Colton is currently filming a docuseries for Netflix about his coming out journey. And then, so he's no longer under contract with The Bachelor organization, but he is under contract with Netflix. And we know Netflix also does reality dating shows. So maybe if this does happen, something like it, where he winds up as the host of something, it actually won't be part of the Bachelor franchise. It will more be on a Netflix site type property. But you still have that problem, though, that you just mentioned. You will always have that problem. Right? Right? Maury, would that be a problem? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs thumbs down? You don't think that would be a problem? problem. What? No problem. You don't think that would be a problem? Come in here. I can't hear you. Nobody can hear you. You're like 20 feet away behind glass. So wait a second, and, and break this down a bit. You don't think it would be a problem? If everybody just sort of does their own thing in the house? No, no, no. What I mean is... Always <laughs> <laughs> hold holding okay, the fancy. Yes, okay. No, that's not the problem I was referring to. <laughs> the problem I was referring to is how do you build a show and the journey and finding love on something like Gay Bachelor when everybody in the environment are all interested in the you same thing? You don't call it ha- Gay Bachelor. You call it Gay Love Island where anybody nope. can just do their no, own. No, but the, the talks are doing a gay bachelor. You can't because this is thing, what I just said then, and you said it wasn't a problem. Oh, I don't think it's a problem. If, if you want to go hook up with that person, go hook no, up with I that mean, person. I'm trying to produce a show where you get to the end and it's I one would guy. Watch this. Yes. Okay. Yes. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would be all over Gay Bachelor, <laughs> uh-huh. right? All over Gay Bachelor because I would just want to watch pe- other people like like hook up with each other and I would just want to see the look on the bachelor's face being like you're not here for the right reasons yeah. and have some guy go that's like, the reason no, I'm here <laughs> the bachelor walks in and be like you two stop kissing that's what you're I'm supposed saying, to be kissing man. me yeah that's what I'm saying it's a very difficult thing to navigate but uh, but who knows the Roz and Mocha show podcast podcast Katy Perry who is one of the most followed people on social media yeah. She got 115 million followers on Instagram and 109 million followers on Twitter. Oof. She goes on Twitter and says, social media is trash. The decline of human civilization. Hashtag, I said what I said. And then she follows that up with, anyway, I love you. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> no, like no context. Huh. No, nothing. I, I imagine. Maybe it, she came across something she didn't like. Yeah, I imagine people were, there was a story that came out where herself and Miranda Kerr were talking about their relationship. Miranda Kerr is Orlando Bloom's Mm ex-wife. And I guess they had bonded, you know, with each other and they have a decent relationship. And then people just started to get nasty, as they do, as we've seen before. Um, That's nice, though, that they were able to do that. Yeah, you have to do stuff like that. Um, but But there was some nasty reaction to that. 
in, in, the, in the same way that there is with Haley Bieber and Selena Gomez. You know what sure. I mean? Like, it doesn't matter what those two women do. People are always going to send them to war, you know, on social media. Yeah. So, uh, so that's what Katie had said with no context and uh, just sort of left that there, huh. which is which is damaging when you are like a power user, when you yeah. are, you know, this was like when uh, Chrissy Teigen left, like when Chrissy Teigen left Twitter, it wasn't just Chrissy Teigen leaving Twitter like that, like Twitter takes a hit when somebody like Chrissy Teigen leaves. Your words matter. And, 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 and when somebody like Katy Perry says social media is trash, the decline of human civilization, like that stuff, like that matters when somebody yeah. is that, that kind of power user um but uh, but yeah no context uh, that was just katie saying what katie's saying the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh bobby brown was on red table talk um with uh jada pinkett smith and talking about they went through a lot of stuff all the drugs and the relationship with whitney really? and everything else yeah but um he puts the blame on whitney's death and uh, his daughter bobby christina's death solely on her ex-boyfriend nick gordon listen to this so you believe that there was foul play in bobby christina's definitely death. got it yes, okay definitely like all that right. maybe he drugged her definitely wow. wow okay he was the only one there with both uh, situations with my ex-wife and with my daughter, and they both died the same way. So oh, wow. you, you okay. think that he killed Whitney as well? I believe so. Got it. Got it. Wow. Got it. Do you think that he provided Bobby, Christina, and Whitney with the drugs? I How think, do you think that he's culpable? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. This is my opinion of, mm-hmm. of, of who I think this young man was. Um, being around my daughter and being around my ex-wife, mm-hmm. I think he was more so a provider of, mm. you know, party, mm-hmm. party favors. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, big wow. accusations. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Former Brooklyn Center police officer Kim Porter was arrested yesterday and charged with second-degree manslaughter for the killing of 20-year-old Dante Wright. Um, the former police chief who also resigned this week, he was the one that said that um, Potter, who was a 26-year veteran on the force, 26-year veteran on the force, he was the one that said uh, that it was a mistake and that she intended to use her taser uh, when firing at right, but used her gun instead. The charge, which carries a maximum penalty of 10 years in prison, uh, can be applied in circumstances, and this is important here, where a person is suspected of causing a death by, quote, culpable negligence that creates an unreasonable risk and consciously takes chances to cause the death of a person. Wright family attorney Ben Crump said the family appreciates the criminal case, but again disputed that the shooting was accidental, arguing that an experienced officer knows the difference between a taser and a handgun, saying Kim Potter uh, executed Dante for what amounts to no more than a minor traffic infraction and a misdemeanor warrant. So mm. charges have been laid in that case. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Question for you. Mm. I'm only doing this because the answer is quite interesting. Okay. I'm not doing this to be gross. Okay. Okay. But close your eyes for a second. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay. (laughs) If I I asked you, if I asked you in your lifetime, how many pimples do you think that you were going to pop? 
in your lifetime, okay? In your oh, lifetime. This is so gross. Okay. You can break it down, like how many you feel that you get a year, like all of that stuff. You can try and do the math on this if you want. Like, I don't know, a thousand? But how many pimples do you think that you're going to pop in a lifetime? I have one in my nose right now. Inside your nose. Those hurt like a lot. Right here. Those hurt a lot. Same thing within the ear. They hurt. Like a thousand. Like a ton. So, Mocha, you say a thousand. More. Because especially when you're a teenager and you get a lot of them, right? I right. get a lot on my nose. Yeah. Still. I'm going to say, like, roughly 400,000. 400,000? No. In a, in a lifetime. 400,000. I have a lot, like, on my shoulders and stuff. So, like, if you think of, like, 10 per month... You get 10 shoulder pimples per month? Okay, but Maury, do that math then. 10, 10 per 20, month. 30, 40, 50. Okay, so maybe, okay, let's do You're less than what Mocha just said. Okay, so let's go down to 60,000. 60,000? You are. Bro, you need to see the dermatologist. Yes, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they say the average person gets 65 pimples per year. Yeah. About 40 on their face and about 25 on the rest of their body. <laughs> this is so gross. Okay, but I can't here's, my, okay, here's my question, though. Okay. Do, do, uh, are ingrowns considered pimples? No. I say yes. But it's got, yes. it's got a white head on it, right? I say yes. Right? Yeah, gross. Okay, yeah. what about blackheads? Is that a pimple? I was going to ask that because when you squeeze mm. your nose, that's what comes out. Right. I don't know. Like, I don't know what's considered a pimple and what's not a pimple. Blackheads, I'd say yes. Ingrowns, I'd say no. Okay. So ingrowns, they, I say yes. yes. Blackheads, I say no. Okay. I am, I'm with you on that. I agree that an ingrown looks like a pimple, hurts like a pimple, pops like a pimple. That's yeah. a pimple. How are blackheads? Doesn't matter what's in it. Can you just okay. get to the answer yeah, right now? Okay, I'm working on it. It takes a while, yeah. man. Okay. So if we live to 80, 75 yeah. for men, poor us, um, they say 65.4 pimples a year. I got a point four on my back right now. 65.4 pimples per year. That works out to, in your lifetime, yeah. you will pop, assuming you pop all your pimples. Yeah. Some of us don't. Um, 3,800 pimples in your lifetime is what you're popping. 3,800. Yes. yes. Wow. So, so Maury, off. imagine what you would look like if you had to hit that mark of 400,000 in your uh, lifetime. Very <laughs> rare. <laughs> That's so gross. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, for God's sakes, Jennifer Lopez and A-Rod broke up officially. No. Yeah. It was together. rumored how many weeks ago? Like three, well, yeah, four weeks and then ago? they and then they said, which was a very like people don't say this who are in their position, which is you know, hey, we got stuff going on and we're going to work through it, you know. And they were pretty honest about it, and yeah. you normally don't get that sort of honesty, especially from stars at their level. And they went away. I think they went on like a big vacation and they worked on it. There was tons of pictures of them that were very impressive. Yeah. And, uh, and so they announced um, through a uh, joint statement that was uh, delivered to the Today Show today. They say this, we have realized that we are better as friends and look forward to remaining so. We will continue to work together and support each other on our shared businesses and projects. We wish the best for each, other's, uh, for, for each other and one another's children. Out of respect for them, the only other comment that we have to say is thank you to everyone who has sent kind words and support. Hmm. So that is the end of J-Lo and A-Rod. You know they're not getting their deposit back for anything that they put money money on down, uh, money think, down for. You think they worry about that? For their wedding. You think J-Lo Still, and A-Rod are worried about that? They probably spent a lot of money Bruh. on wedding stuff, right? Bro, they don't you're need not, money. You're not getting that back. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Yeah. Explain this to me. Okay. So, 
the very first Yeezy sneakers ever worn in public by Kanye are going up for auction. Hmm. Okay, these are the Nike Air Yeezy 1 prototypes. Yeah. Which Kanye debuted at the 50th Annual Grammy Awards in 2008. They're said to be among the most expensive sneakers ever to appear on the market. This according to Sotheby's. Okay. Who are are, they, are they red? Off. Are these the red Octobers? Don't I don't know. think so. Maybe not. Described in a pr- press release as one of the most prized and sought after sneakers in existence. Wow. Okay. The shoes will be offered at a private sale after going on display in Hong Kong later this month. They're expected, they're expected to be upwards of $1 million. Wow, I believe it. So this would pass the uh, Christie's auction uh, last year for the Nike Air Jordan 1s worn by Michael Jordan in 1985. Those went for 615000 These are expected to go over a million to become the most prized sneakers Could you imagine? ever in existence. But this is my question, though. Yeah. Going back to even just like J-Lo and A-Rod. Uh-huh. Why sell them? Why is Kanye selling them? Doesn't need them. Doesn't need the shit. But the, he, it's something you invented and you're just going to auction it off. Like you don't need the money. Like I understand when somebody does something where he, they need the money. He doesn't care about them anymore. You think so, huh? Yeah. They're all black. They're all black, Mar- oh, okay. says. I don't think it's he cares. It's weird to me when rich people auction off things that you would think are a prized possession. It just to goes them. to show that for them, it's not. No, it's just they don't care. Yeah. It's out of their <laughs> life, right? Yeah. It's wild though. Roz and Mocha Q&A. All right, fellas, once again, time to go through these questions for Ask Roz and Mocha. Hello, Juliet. How are you? Hi, Mocha. I'm good, thanks. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. What's the question you got for everyone? My question is, what was your first kiss like? Was it something to remember or something you wish you could forget? Do you have an answer, Juliet? Uh, mine is a bit of both, actually. Oh, do so, tell. Um, Girl dish. Yeah. <laughs> well, the my first kiss happened with someone I liked, but he had much more experience in that area. And oh. so after the kiss, he asked me, you'd never kissed anyone, have you? Mm. And I was totally embarrassed. Yeah. Rook, how did you go? Do you remember how you went in? Oh, I think it's the way I reacted. I kind of oh. like I wiped my mouth because <laughs> it was kind of wet. Yeah. Uh, he stuck his tongue in and everything? No, it oh, was just okay. wet. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, he okay. just he he licked them lips though, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Do you remember how old you were? I was eighteen. Oh, eighteen. That's when you got your first kiss. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So you'd never been in a situation before where even like at thirteen or fourteen years old that maybe there was a chance you were gonna kiss a guy? No. How oh, okay. how how? How does that even happen? How are and I'm not judging you in any way, but like what kind of what kind of life were you living where you had your first kiss at eighteen? I was just like a really shy person, yeah. and uh, I was uh, like a little homebody. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. And so was this guy your boyfriend, or was this just somebody that you decided to kiss? Um, well, we were kind of dating. And did you, how long did it, did it last after you guys kissed? Did you continue to date for a while? Did you break up? Oh, it's been 30 years later, and we're still together. What? Oh! You married the first guy you kissed? <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Hold on now here. You married the first guy you kissed? You've only kissed yeah. one dude your whole life, huh? That's, that's Yeah. That's almost awful. That is, that is, no, it's incredible. That so, you, that's but you so don't know how rare. anyone else kisses. So this guy then, right, you're now husband. Mm-hmm. 
in between the time that you like were officially dating and this first kiss, there was never a time where you weren't in each other's lives. Like he had another girlfriend or you had another boyfriend or anything like that. No. no. Wow. Wow. That's incredible, actually. Yeah. And then so how long after the first kiss did you guys get married? When did, how old were you when you got married? Uh, it was still a while. We, I, was, I was young, so yeah, it took a while. Wow. And like everything, every other part of your relationship is fine now, right? Like there's no more firsts? Mm, what do you mean? Well, I mean, like there's nothing left to, to conquer? Um, I don't think so. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just wondering, you know, like you were a little late in life. That's incredible. So he was the first person that you kissed, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. according to you, you were not the first person that he kissed. So did you then ask him, like, have you guys had conversations about the other girls that he's kissed? Like, were you curious about that at all or no? No, not really. No, huh? Oh, wow. so you don't know what his number is? His kissing number? No. Okay. Is, he, is he there? Can we ask him? No, Maury, no, come on. We can't do that. No, he's support. at work. He's at work. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Julian's like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David Maury. I remember my first kiss, but I also remember my first that I didn't know it was a kiss. Was your first kiss a boy kiss or a girl kiss? Always boy. I never kissed a girl. Okay, you've never kissed a girl. But the first time the guy was kissing me and I didn't know what was happening mm-hmm. um, was in his basement. What did you think he was doing? Well, he started nibbling on my ear and kissing me, but I I called for his mom and said, Adam's biting me. <laughs> oh, my God. Poor Adam. <laughs> Always a snitch, huh? Yeah, you, didn't even say, you didn't even say, stop biting me, man. You went yeah. straight to the straight to snitching. Yeah, I called his mom to the basement. I'm like, well, he's biting me. Straight to snitching. Oh, what happened to Adam? Oh, Adam got sent to his room, and I had to go home. Wow. Oh, yeah, man. For biting. Yeah. <laughs> From biting. Okay, so that so that wasn't on the lips though, right? No, no, that was just sort of like around the ear area. Okay, wow. But he, he was trying to be like romantic, but I thought he was trying to hurt. And me. how old are you at this point? I, we were like seventeen. Seventeen. Oh okay, God. hold on a second. Yo, here. seventeen years old, you're stitching to this guy's mom. <laughs> seventeen, Bruh. seventeen, and you're calling, "Hey, mom, Adam's biting yeah. me." <laughs> You know she knew what was going on, right? I didn't. No, but she did. Of course. She did. (laughs) Right? Okay, wow. So She probably probably sent you home because you dissed her son. (laughs) Jesus, man. Okay, so what was your first, like, real kiss then? Okay, that was my first boyfriend, first true boyfriend. Yeah. And we How old are you at this point? I was 18. Okay. So a year later. Yeah. And I remember we had Madonna's Ray of Light album on because it was like brand new, like on loop. Yeah. And he, this is, I'll never forget this. He put on the shower, okay? And he wanted it to be kind of like some sort of weird holistic moment where the water was pouring on us and we sort of kissed but started giggling. Looking back, it's really Hold on a second. In the shower? Like we were sitting on the bathtub floor. Okay. And the water was pouring on on us like rain. You You had your first kiss naked? Yes. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) How do you get from clothes on to clothes off with no, like, making out? Well, he was just like, let's go take a shower together. I was like, okay. And you were like, all right. And then he's like, let's sit down on the bathtub floor. Because that's clean. (laughs) Yeah, big time. And he's like, I'm going to put the shower on so it's like rain while the music's playing. Okay. And so he put the music on. You guys are listening to Madonna sitting cross-legged facing each other in a shower. Yeah. While the, while the water swaying just like swaying yeah. back and forth. Are you holding hands? Like, what are you doing? Are you like reaching around and hugging each other? Or? No, no. We're looking at each other and just kind of looking. Where are your other. hands, though? Like, are you covering up? Are you covering up yourself? 
So he I may have see? at the moment just to, out of embarrassment. Yeah. But he's like, he's like, okay, are you ready? How was he embarrassing? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, okay, are you ready? Are you ready? And I'm like, okay. okay, let's do it. Yeah. And I remember it was like we kept leaning in, leaning back, leaning in, leaning back. Like we weren't sure. Oh, like, like is this dance. really going to happen? Like you guys are dancing, right? Right. Like yeah. is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? There's a rhythm to it. And then I remember like the world stopped. Okay. And was it a good kiss? It was okay. Yeah. But I remember like God, what do you seconds. need to make you happy, man? <laughs> like, like, what you do you need? this movie. Like, that, guy, that guy put so much work into that, right? <laughs> Jeez, man. But I remember 30 seconds happy. in, we started giggling. Okay. Okay. So he, he ever kissed anybody before? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, so you he you weren't his first. No, no. He had, he had done this move, presumably, Absolutely. with another guy. With the guy you weren't the first with... guy in the tub. No, he made out with a guy he worked with at Taco Bell. Okay, yeah, yeah, as you do. Uh, <laughs> Fry Supreme, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, so Maury was Maury was 18 as well. That's interesting. Huh. Um, uh, Mocha, do you remember yours? Yeah, Polish girl when I was four years old in kindergarten. Yeah, first real kiss, though, real kiss. Oh. Uh, like, real kiss where it was, like, passionate and you, uh, grade like, three. you get sort of aroused. What? Yeah, grade three with this. Uh, redhead girl behind yeah, school every yeah. single day. Yeah, every day after school we have like a yeah. crazy makeout session. So you are have what? You tried looking her up now. You are no. what in grade three, seven? So yeah, about yeah, seven years about old. Seven years old. Yeah. yeah. I know when I was in grade nine, I had this one girlfriend, and I was like so amateur with kissing, like yeah. so amateur. It was right. embarrassing because it was like wide open mouth. Right? Like wide, like ah. Like so wide, right? Yeah. And we were like tongue kissing and everything, but yeah, so yeah, wide. Yeah. And the makeout sessions were really long. Yeah. But like like saliva would be dripping down like her face yeah. because my mouth was so wide. Right. Like you guys are vampires, yeah. right? Like it's just like it's just almost feral at that yeah, point. Yeah, just complete right? horny animals. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And just amateurs, both of us. Right. You didn't know how you didn't neither of you knew what you were doing. No. Neither no. of but you. But we were just huh? going in for it. Yeah. I don't remember my first kiss at all. No. No, no, no. Hmm. I don't have uh I don't have I don't have a lot of memories of stuff like that. Um yeah, so I mean, I remember, I like, I remember. I, I I don't put it this way. I don't remember my life where I wasn't kissing girls. Do you remember okay. it like when you? Were, <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't. Uh-huh. I I don't. I don't. I don't remember my life where I wasn't kissing. What about girls. before that though, where all the guys would get together and teach each other how to kiss? What are you talking about? Huh? Where you use your hands and you're like, okay, when you're like, where you'd show each other. One guy was always the more experienced one, like the mocha of the no, group. No, but what I'm saying, Maury, is that like. I started, like, I never went through that because I was always kissing girls. But someone had to teach you. Nobody taught me how to kiss. Who, okay. who would do it? You think you, what, like, all the, like, boys learn how to kiss from their boyfriends? I remember an overnight camp. We'd all huddle around one guy's bunk bed, and he'd show us how to do it. Well, how did he show you how to do it? <laughs> what was your two hands. And, you, like, peck each other? No, like, no, what no. would he do? <laughs> like, he would show you with like, both of yeah, his hands. Like, right? this is your lower lip. This yeah. is your upper lip. And he would and say. The, and the lower lip goes between her two lips right? to kiss. Right. Or you go sideways. Right. And then, like, the tongue goes in. Okay. You know he's just flirting at this point, right? Like, that's that's called grooming. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not, like, that's not that's not the yeah. cool kid at camp. Because in the following right? the following sentence was probably like, does that does that seem interesting to you? Yes. <laughs> how does that make you how does that make how, how does that how does that make you feel in your swim trunks? Yeah. Right? Be, be honest. Because well, we had to practice before we walked the girl back to her cabin. Right. Okay, but you <laughs> didn't get one didn't, girl? No, like after a dance or whatever, all the guys would pick a girl and you'd walk her back to the cabin. Right. And so what did you do? You did nothing, though. I went back to my bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got you. I got you. Well, there you go, Juliet. Thank you. Thanks. Have a wonderful day. You take it easy. 
You too, guys. All right. Bye-bye. Rachel says here, uh, do you prefer a wireless mouse or a wired mouse? Wow, for your that computer? is a like left <laughs> turn, man, from where we just were. <laughs> I, um, I can only think it. I can only now I'm just thinking, you know, in terms of kissing. Um, <laughs> um, uh, I'm wireless mouse all day. No, I'm tr- I'm trackpad all day. Oh, are you? Yeah. I haven't. Uh, I like, only use a mouse at, at work here and I hate mm. it. My preference is definitely, and at work, at work I have a wired mouse. Mm-hmm. So my preference, though, in I don't a mouse think you situation, can get a wired one with Mac anymore. Yeah, you can. USB. Oh, I didn't know because the the wireless ones now they don't have batteries in them anymore. You have to just you plug just charge them, them up. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, but I mean, the one we have here is just like one of those crappy like regular school, office like ones, Logitech, yeah. whatever it is. I don't know, Lenovo with the Daisy wheel uh, on top. Yeah, like that's fine. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Daisy wheel. That's really. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was right? just called a wheel. Yeah, it's called a Daisy wheel. Daisy wheel. Is it no, really? that's not real, is it? Yeah, I don't oh. know. I don't know. It's, that seems like something that another one of those counselors showed you <laughs> <laughs> when all the other kids yeah. went to bed. Does that seem interesting yeah. to you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You ever seen a Daisy wheel more? <laughs> <laughs> you only need one finger. To use it. <laughs> <laughs> MP asks, what is your favorite room in your house? Oh, Roz, we know the answer oh, for Obviously you. the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Maury? Bedroom. Really? Because I'm just, I just absolutely love lying in bed. Actually, yeah. no, the kitchen's my favorite room. Yeah. 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 I have two. I mean, if I had to choose one, it would be the family room, but I also love the kitchen. But family room because TV's in there mm-hmm. and I can sit there, watch TV and use my laptop or my iPad or whatever. Mm-hmm. But my favorite room in the house is definitely family room mm-hmm. there's a, and the other reason i love the 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 bedroom is in front of our bed is this massive picture of matthew and i that Catherine, you know Catherine. <laughs> you mean the mother of his daughter <laughs> the woman that he's spending the rest of his life with yeah. the woman that he's been with for the past like almost 12 years okay i, th- I okay. think he knows her okay you know yeah. right yeah i'm pretty well yeah, yeah she, <laughs> she blew up our wedding photo for us and, like, put some sort of, like, you know, shiny stuff on it to make it Oh, the resin it. picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. So that's, like, right in front of her. Right, so right, I lie right. there and stare at that, remembering happy times. Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> one happy day. Yeah. <laughs> Does Matthew ever just put a Post-it note over your face on that thing or no? Oh, no. <laughs> no? Take out the dog. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> The post-it comes <laughs> off when you take out the dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kayla Ekosua. Oh, Kayla listens to us, by the way, from uh, from Texas. Really? Yeah, Kayla messages us all the time. Um, she's got a wonderful family. Love you, Kayla. Kayla says here, when was the last time you felt pure pride in yourself from something you accomplished? Great question. Um, Jesus, that's that's a lot. It's I, I I have a feeling that it's not going to be something like great because I don't really I don't think in terms of like big things. It's always it's always something dumb. Like like I have an answer and I think mine's like sort of dumb, but I'm still pretty proud. Like of I it. made homemade onion rings not that long ago. Okay, and they were delicious mm-hmm. because historically in my life, every now and then, a couple times a year, I try and make onion rings, and I will inevitably screw them up. Sure, they won't come out right. They'll be too oily. The batter's too thick. Whatever it was, but like six months ago, I made onion rings, and yeah. they came out like perfect like absolutely perfect 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 onion rings and the only reason why i was proud of myself was because i had screwed them up so many times but i think that you should be right proud of that yeah because of the amount of attempts and now you've got the recipe 
like absolutely perfect. I think you should be proud of yeah, that. Yeah, so so something like that, but I sure. don't have like there's no sort of big life things or work things or any any of those things that I'm particularly proud of. Like in our house, in our garage, I've been meaning to do work on this project for about a year now. Yeah. I needed to create more space in the garage on, along one wall. I wanted to put build some storage, right? Right. Uh, there was a lot of wasted space. The previous owner, the guy that we bought the house from, he had some stuff like a pegboard on there, but it wasn't really, it wouldn't suit what I needed to store. Mm-hmm. So I took the pegboard down, I took a, the, the framing down, and uh, I was looking up like how to do like garage shelving just on a couple of videos on YouTube and stuff, right? So I went to Home Depot, was able to buy like plywood and two by fours, and I got all the right screws and everything. And I had my miter saw, my circular saw, all my drills, mm-hmm. and I did. I just created literally two shelves, mm-hmm. right? I made six or seven brackets, put up two shelves. It took me an afternoon, mm-hmm. and I was like pretty proud of myself for it. Yeah, I mean, it's not like the biggest project. Like if no. you see a picture of it, you can tell like, it, like, it's homemade, homemade, right, okay. completely basic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, I didn't need like nobody helped me with it. Like no. I did everything myself. Yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah, something that like stuff, that. Yeah, I like, and I, I'm all for stuff like that more. Um, I felt uh, massive pride when I helped my dad build his tiki bar. Right, that was kind of fun. Yeah, and then I felt personal. Awesome but did you pride. feel did you feel pride because you were able to sort of do something manual and physical, or were you proud that you got to do something with your dad? Well, I got to do something with my dad. So every time yeah. I see it, I'm like, we did that. But is that because he you felt he was proud of you? Oh, I never asked. No, no. did you get that feeling though? Um, I know he was proud of himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think he was proud of you though? It's never, I, um, he never brings it up. No. Because I, I think. Has he ever said he was proud of you? Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But not for this, because I think he takes all the credit for the tiki bar. Oh, gotcha. Okay, cool. Um, but I also felt massive pride when I paid off my visa for the first time. Oh, for God's sake. What year was that? No, recently. You did? Yeah. No, you paid off the whole visa? Yeah, and it's back up again. Oh. <laughs> how mu- okay, how much, how much did you pay off? What was the. $1,000. And how long did it take you to pay $1,000? A uh, couple of years. A couple of years. Yeah. He had $1,000 on his credit card. It took him a couple of years to pay Well, because off. it's kind of like a wave in the pond where it goes down. And no, it's not. It's down. Um, <laughs> um, and what is it at now? Uh, 900 oh, oh, my God. God. Well, it, because it's kind of like I treat it like free money. But right. it's not free money. No, I know. But my thinking is. What's your interest rate on your credit card? I don't know. You, don't, you have no idea. Oh, my um, God. But my thinking is, if I could do that once, yeah. I could do it again. Don't you remember when Maury got a loan and it was like a 25% interest rate on his loan uh-huh. or something ridiculous like that, like 22.3% or something? Mm-hmm. And he didn't know he why. He had no idea. Yeah. Maury was making payments and didn't know why it was never the, going down. the loan it's amount at, was still. And, and that's at 4000 now. Going and, down. And what was it before? Um, 7000 7000 and, and how many years ago was that? Uh, three years ago. Yeah. Jeez. So all your money's going towards interest. And, and what do you pay per month? Uh, $120. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so you you're definitely... But I don't even know that's there. You don't. You have no idea. Like It's, it just it's, comes yeah, right it just, out of your it account. Does its own it's thing. fine. Oh, guess what? Thing. The bank knows. Yeah, they, they, they know it's there. <laughs> How many credit cards do you have? One. Oh, okay. And what's your limit on it? Just 1000 bucks, yes. right? Yes. So every have a single card? time... Um, I happen to call them or whatever, like if I need to phone them to have them take the, the block off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they always ask me if I want to increase. Yes. And I say, you don't want me to have an increase. Right. If well, I'm actually, no, you, they do want you to have an increase, which is why they're asking. Yeah, but if yeah. I'm calling you to remove the block, the security block, yeah. do you really think that it's wise for me to have more? Well, yes, same because, because they're going to make more money for it. Yeah. No, I'm asking him to take the block off. Because yeah, I so you it. can't have more. What? 
Oh, oh, so what is the block? The block is if you're late for a payment. Right. They oh, put a God. hold. They do? Yeah. How? Oh, my God. You must be, <laughs> you You must be like the worst, like, person ever. I've never had a credit card company put a block on my card. And every time I call payment. and say, can you remove that block, they always end up saying the same thing. Do you want more No, no, room? they go, the block is removed, but it only lasts 24 hours until payment is um, posted, blah, blah, blah. What kind of credit card do you have? Uh, it's a Visa. T like, it's a Visa, though, yeah, right? Wow. Yeah. I've never had, a, I've missed payments all the time i've never had a block never have i oh, had yeah, a block so oh, hold on crazy. a second so for whatever item that you're looking to buy mm-hmm. right when they take the block off they only do that when you make a payment so you have to make a payment then plus, phone them plus pay for the item so essentially you're paying way more for that one thing that you wanted why well, I, I, like because i just had you to, originally thought yeah because i just bought a golden girl's face mask so i had to Call them and say, can you remove the block? How much was that? Uh, eight U.S. Eight what? Dollars. Maury. They had a... <laughs> You've been... Okay. My God. Bro. bro Damn it, bro, Maury. Bro. Wow. Okay. What's Let's wrong say, with an $8 mask? Shush for one second. Okay. You have been... Uh, I have an idea of what you make, and it's good money. Okay? And Matthew makes decent money, and you've had this job now for a while. Your credit card has a $1,000 limit on it. So it's not like you are having to pay massive amounts of money every month in debt that you owe. So your money is going somewhere. You should not be at the age you are with the job you have, with the money you make, needing to call a credit card company because you want to spend $8. But but I did pay it off once. I was very proud. Of <laughs> <laughs> Does Matthew have, Matthew has a credit card, right? Oh yeah, he's very good with his money. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's not making those calls to Visa. No, oh, you never hear Matthew saying, "Hey, I need to spend eight dollars. Can you take the hold off?" He no. has an incredible amount of savings right now that he's like, "Do I buy a couch?" I'm thinking, "No." I'm like, what? "How did you save all this money?" Oh, he's got that COVID savings that they keep oh, talking yeah. about, where people during COVID who make decent money, damn it, Maury, uh, <laughs> have managed to sock away all this dough because yeah. they haven't done anything. Nobody's taken a vacation. Nobody's been able to spend money in restaurants. Nobody, so people have their banking cash. Yeah. How have you not? Because I'm paying for all of the Uber Eats and everything that he doesn't want to because he's like, I'm not dipping into my savings. <laughs> oh, wow. That is a healthy relationship. <laughs> okay, Chantel has a question here that reads, how do you tie your shoes? Do you use the bunny ear way we were taught as children? I was not taught the bunny ear way as a child. Me neither. I was yeah. taught you tie it, uh, so you tie one way, mm-hmm. right? One goes in the other and pull. Excuse me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right? And then you make one loop and then take the string, pull it around that loop, and then pull it through. That's the way I was learning how to That's, That's the way, way I was Is it taught. not the bunny way? No, no. Bunny ears is you make two loops, tie them together. Oh, no. I do it the way you just said. Yeah. When, the when first ha- way. Yeah. The first way. Yeah. yeah. I was never taught. The no, bunny ear way. No. I tried. I thought it was weird. Like, I see rocks do the bunny. She taught herself how to tie her shoes. I didn't even get the luxury to teach my kid how to tie her shoes. Um, and I watch her do the the bunny ears sometimes because she flips back and forth. And I'm like, it's weird to me when I see people do the bunny ears, especially as adults. When I see an adult, like at the gym or something like that, do the bunny, bunny ears, ears when they tie their shoes, I'm like, that's weird, man. I Okay, to be honest with you, I it has probably been, I'm going to say... Well, over 10 years since I've done a pair of laces on anything that I've worn. Really? Well, over 10 years. Like just slip-ons? I'm going to say 15 years. 
No, you have boots with laces. Yeah, I, and my boots with laces, I Are loosen so loose, I, right? I loosen them up enough to yeah. get my foot in it, and then I take those, I make a double knot, and then I twist it and I do another one. Like, my laces wow. never come undone, and I never undo them. Oh, wow. Interesting. No, never. Never. Oh. I don't. And, and then other than that, I wear flip flops. Yeah. Or, but my boots with laces, I just slip my foot in, slip my foot out, never undo my laces. And I don't wear running shoes. I find it more difficult to do bunny ears because you have to hold one bunny ear with one finger. Yes. Right. With and one then set the of other one with the other one. And then the other one, you have to make the bunny ear and hold it with yes. the other pinchers. Yes. Yes. That's right. right? That's what I find yes, difficult. difficult. I remember, guys, when I was a kid, man, my dad was so disappointed. So I guess my dad is the one who taught me how to tie my shoes, right? Yeah. And for some reason, maybe I just didn't remember or I wasn't paying attention. And this kid at my school was showing me how to tie my laces. Right. And then I came home, and I was, like, so proud. I was like, yo, I was at school today, had a great day. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Tilla told me or taught me how to tie my shoes. And I know how to tie my laces now, everybody. Yeah. And my dad was like, um, no, I'm the one that taught you how to tie your laces. Not oh, Attila at no. school. Oh, you gave the credit to some girl at school, huh? Some guy. His name oh, was, some yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. So Is your dad's not cool. mad about that? That's not cool, man. No, no, no. no. I mean, That's I don't think cool. so. You know what kids do now, and I don't know if your boy does this yet, but um, Roxy is like tight shoes are the absolute most important thing about shoes. She will put her shoe on and grab the laces like she's tying hockey skates. Oh, She'll really? wrap them around her hands and pull them with all her weight. We bought her a pair of the rock under armor runners yeah she owned them for three weeks before she ripped them apart tying them yeah yeah why wow. do they have to be so tight destroyed them no idea she just like tight she's like tight shoes and she she ruined them like brand new really? shoes put her hand around her, everything else and the laces ripped through the loops really yeah I will say those rock, not because I'm a rock fan, yeah. but those rock Under Armour kicks, yeah. I own, I think, four pair. Yeah. They are comfortable as hell. Yeah, she loved them. She loved them. But we, yeah. and she, then we got another pair and she ruined those, right? Yeah. So two, two pair, right? Two uh -huh. pair. She ruined. And then we told her she can't, she, we have to get her other running shoes that are not that because they, she just keeps destroying them. Or she needs to not use laces and like use like chains or something. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well like, try Skechers. No laces. Can't tie them. No, no. Skechers have laces. She has No, no. Tons like of... the ones I wear, then she can't do anything. No, no. Them. But you can't, you can't, kids can't go running in those things though, right? Mm -hmm. And it's very specific because she has to have black ones for school. So oh. if they didn't have to be black, our world would open up on what shoes we could be able to get her. Yeah, yeah. Right? But you're very limited, especially in kid sizes yeah. with just all black runners. No, right? Cruz is still with uh, with the Velcro. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. completely. Does still he, with the did Velcro. you teach him? Like, well, I love Velcro shoes. You can play, make X's with them. And... <laughs> oh, my God. Points <laughs> <laughs> like I did that yesterday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Andrea says here, uh, what is your favorite cut of meat to cook with your sous vide? Oh. In your opinion, can the sous vide process save even the cheapest, toughest cut of meat? Okay, so cut of meat, like when we're talking like brisket or something like that, that, you know, is designed to be cooked long and you can sous vide anything, but mm -hmm. then what you do after it, you still have to put in the work and the time. Right? Absolutely. Like you, you really, I've never done you, a brisket you, you really do. I haven't, I haven't either. I don't, I'm not a real huge fan of brisket um, unless it's ground. Can you do pulled mm -hmm. pork? You, yeah, absolutely. Yeah you, yeah, you can cook pork, but then you still have to, like, you still have to simmer it, right? Mm -hmm. Like you still have to put it in a pot um, and do all of that stuff. Now, what I will say is 
can it save a piece of tough meat? Where's the sous vide is great is that you can buy inexpensive meat, meaning mm-hmm. you can buy cheap steaks instead of buying the very expensive steaks. You can buy cheap chicken breasts instead of buying like the, the you know, free range grain like super fed, organic. super organic. You can buy the cheap ones and you put in the sous vide and then you fry it up in a pan afterwards and it saves that. Yeah. Like it'll make a $7 steak taste like an $18 steak. My favorite in a sous vide, my absolute favorite, like chicken is great. It's the best chicken I've ever had. Yeah. But my absolute favorite mm-hmm. is steak. Steak. Yeah. yeah is yeah. doing steak. Because you can't get it like that in a pan. Yeah. Right? It just, it's impossible. It's not impossible. I shouldn't say that. But it is very, very difficult in your own kitchen to cook a steak that way. Have you done eggs in your sous vide? Yeah, I tried it. Well, I'm not a, like, I'm not a big egg guy. What did you anyway. try? What did you try? Just like the sous vide eggs. Okay. That's what yeah, they, yeah. Cook, they sell at the Starbucks, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I haven't done those ones, but we yeah. tried like the poached eggs a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't that great. No, nah, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, mashed potatoes is a surprise hit though. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Mashed potatoes is really good because you can put the cream and the butter and the chopped up potatoes all in the same bag and sous sous vide them all together. And then when you pour it out, you literally just take a hand whip and just mix it all together. So you're taking the the potato and you are... You're peeling it and chopping yeah. it up into Ch- what? Into cubes? Yeah, into cubes and sticking in the bag with the with cream and butter. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. It, I much prefer mashed potatoes, not sous vide. But I'm yeah. just saying it's one of those things you can do. Oh. Uh, but for me, it, you know, chicken is incredible. Steak is incredible. I where where I use a sous vide is I use it uh, at Christmas time because it saves me a massive amount of time. Um, and prep for mm-hmm. Christmas dinner. So I cook everything in pieces, right? So so the two big breasts I do in the sous vide. Mm-hmm. Instead of having to brine them all night and everything else, I do them in the sous vide. Um, and then I buy all my skin separately, and so I cook all the turkey skin separately. Wait, what? In the, in the, what do you mean you buy the skin separately? So I go, so I'll the go. The skin that you have with your turkey yes. is not the skin from that turkey you're having? No. Huh? No. Explain. Okay, so this is this is the way that I this is the way that I do Christmas dinner. Okay, is I go and I buy two breasts that are they could have the skin on or skin off, whatever, but boneless, right? Yeah. Two separate breasts, like two big halves, and then I'll buy two thighs and one drumstick and one wing because my mom likes the wing, Rox likes the drumstick. Okay, uh, and then the way that I do the breast is I sous vide the breast, mm-hmm. and while I'm at the butcher a week before. I call the butcher and I say, hey, listen, anytime when you guys are putting out turkey, whether you're doing, you know, skinless, boneless, and everybody wants different things, save me the skin and I'll be in on Friday and you just give me whatever skin you have. I'll even take chicken skin. And then I go in and they gave me a giant pack of skin. Yeah. Okay. Huge. How much do they charge you for that? Zero dollars. Because it goes in the garbage. No! Zero dollars. You get a bag of skin for yes, nothing? for nothing, okay? Because it's going in the garbage, right? Wow. And so I take all their skin. And so when I'm sous viding the um, turkey breasts, uh-huh. um, you can do skin in a bunch of different ways. You can deep fry it. But what I was mm. doing was flattening it all out on um, a piece of parchment paper on a cookie sheet. Yeah. And then I take another cookie sheet that's the exact same size, and I put parchment paper on top of that, and then I squish it down. So I sandwich the skin, and then I stick it in the oven. I 
I season it, everything else, stick it in the oven at like 350, cook it, take it out, and then I do another round, another round, another round, another round, and another round. And then so when I'm done searing my turkey at the end yeah. and I chop all the turkey up, around the whole outside of the turkey, I just spread out all this crispy skin. skin and then chips. people and then people oh, just pick it up man. and you can dip it right into gravy. You can dip it into the mashed potatoes and eat it like a chip. Kind of thing, right? Yo. So that's the way I like doing skin. You know, everyone listening right now, they're gonna call like yeah. their local butcher, be yeah. like, "Yo, save me some skin." Yeah, that's the way I like doing skin because I like wow, it I didn't because know that. because because when you're there's so much moisture in a turkey breast that it's very difficult to get super crispy skin because the layer underneath the turkey breast is so fatty, right? Mm-hmm. That the only trick, the only other trick that you can do that works is if you have turkey breast or chicken breast with skin on. Um, put it in the sink, boil your kettle, and pour boiling hot water right over top I of the skin. Was, I read that if you rub butter under the skin layer. No, no, no. Boiling hot water. Mm-hmm. It's what they do with Peking duck, right? So mm-hmm. but they, they, they blanch it first in boiling water, and then the skin super tightens up, and it gets really pimply, right, like really bubbly. Yeah. And then that what that does is it starts the cooking process, and then when you do cook it, that will crisp up like nothing you've ever had before. It'll be the best, like, chicken skin or turkey skin that you've ever had. But I just buy it all separately and wow. just Damn. fan it out on the table, and everybody gets these big, giant, long, like, it looks like, you know when you go to a restaurant, they put the flatbread in the dish, and yeah, that's yeah, what it yeah. looks like, right? Really? They're these big, long pieces of of just uh, of, of skin that are hard and crispy like a chip and you just dip it into the mashed potatoes dip it into the gravy and eat it like that i have an odd craving for skin right now yeah 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 it's awesome it's awesome but i'll tell you Catherine does not like three days before christmas opening the fridge and just seeing a giant bag of skin in there it's not good (laughs) hit us up on instagram you'll see when we post a picture that reads ask razamoga that's where we get these uh these questions that we are answering they come directly from you so thank you very much this has been the razamoga show podcast Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.